Uh, yes, I know, I know, I know. It's time for the podcast. Let's do it! DJs, I'm your friendly neighborhood cat person and your host of Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We are here tonight between the arts, and we've been talking a little bit of football, a little bit of foosball, and we won't do that anymore, I promise. <laughs> we do have some stuff to talk about, though, indeed, we do. And I would like to find out who is here hanging out so that you two might be able to get your learn on. We're going to teach you tonight about American football. That's what's going to happen. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Uh, kind of. Ape on server 21. Welcome in. Yvonne Yvonne on 136. Data Systems server 27. Thank you. Indy Dandy on server 31. Dirty Bird Bill on server 15. What's up? Scrappy on 137. Thank you. Captain Oblivious on server 30. Decking the halls. That's what he said. Decking the halls. You know, Ripper, I would really like an opportunity to decorate my base. I want I know. I want skins for my base, like interior. I want to decorate my base. I want linen and I want Christmas trees. You know, I have requested Christmas, a Christmas tree for my base. Uh, you know, I actually had a great 5-minute conversation with an engineer this past week where I legitimately okay, halfway legitimately suggested that we clear out the entire space where all the warehouses, generators, and vaults are and add Ripper's Christmas tree farm. That's what I wanted. All right, I will settle for some Christmas lights in my base somewhere, somehow. <laughs> like Shintari on 32, Bernard on 28. What's up, Tigar on 40. Chronic Breaks over 10, Orion Pax on 15. Mr. McNasty, server 32. Tax Exempt on 29, Truck and Chick on 26. Thank you, Sack Attack on 15. Mishra on nine. Uh, <laughs> Commander Taylor says, in Russia, we don't send you to Siberia. We send you to server 192. That's your punishment. Hey, Jace on 44, thank you. Welcome in. Gobbles on 36. Archangel Cito on server 15. Andar on 163. Vulcan Death Grip on 14. Empty Calories on 33. Scaly back from the Outback, 193. Uh, Redbeard on 17. Uh, what's up, Karkin? Stradalorian, server 9. Lube on 135. Thank you, Shady Pines on 27 and 29. Appreciate you being here. Admiral Poops a lot is here on server 42. Lord Neelix on 15. Smoke Myth, you got him on server 16. What's up? Amber Rain on 17. Uh, Thorn on 15. Tony Rome 131. And the Looter on 196. 104 additional messages. Thank you guys. Woof. It's a nice full house tonight, Bubba Joe. Got a nice full house tonight uh, as we are, are wrapping up uh, another weekend and. Uh, presumably a weekend between the arcs. Uh, not a heck of a lot to do in the game here these last couple days, Bubba Joe. 
Hmm. We did. Uh, we we got the the apex back. That's good, right? Badges. What? We got. You saying you didn't kill a ton of hostiles for uh, COW? Oh, for Cal? No. See, I can satisfy my Cal daily milestone with two hostiles. So there's that. And I <laughs> I did tell Big Country today. Big, did I not say this in chat? He was complaining. No, let me rephrase. He wasn't complaining. We were just talking about the, you know, what we had to do today, you know, because a lot of our team are still chasing the Stella skin. So uh, there's a lot of uh, Mud Mottas running big. And uh, you had said, you know, I've got my Stellas out running Muds, and I still have to find time to grind Hostels. Now, Big, your number took me a little by surprise. Do you really have to kill 100 of these things? Bubba Joe, do you guys have to kill 100? No, I was, like I said, I was just choking around. Oh, I was in chat for like four yeah. seconds. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's so good. No, um, I mean, I think it's around 40, but I mean, by the time you kill, you know, those and you kill your dailies and, you know, other damage, you know, it's, you know, it seems like it's 100 hostels a day sometimes, but I mean, it's whatever. You know, well... See, I'm I'm actually so I guess you're combining with your Swarm Sunday. Swarm Sunday is heavy. That's one of my heaviest yeah. events, Bubba Joe. I mean, because it's not it's it's a kill count, right? It's not points, not based on level. You got to do seventy five of them of one level or another. You got to kill seventy five. So, uh, you know, Swarm Sunday kept me kind of busy. I actually haven't yet done my my exchange event. I've been helping out with some muds, but I'm just mining some ISO, catching up on some gas watching the World Series of the Clash Royale World Championship. Uh, I know I shouldn't talk about this here, but dang, did any... I, I know I'm a geek, okay? I'm a super nerd. Yes, I watched a video game World Championship live on YouTube this morning. Did anybody else watch this? Which one? Uh, Clash Royale. Oh, my gosh. Wow. No. It was kind of incredible. Like, not even just from, like, the gameplay, but... The the production of it, all right? Listen, Supercell has got... Okay, I shouldn't talk about this right now. Just wow, all right? The whole production value, Bubba Joe, cameras with the players, like they got down to like the two players, right? The two best in the world. One was from Japan. I think the other one was... Uh, was I don't even remember. He lost. Japanese guy won. But, um, dude, they, they put this guy's portrait on the side of their building, Ripper, in Finland, Supercell headquarters, worldwide headquarters. Let me see if I can find a picture of this. Guys, I, I, just because I find it fascinating, all right? I find it fascinating that, that a company would do something like this. Uh, Bubba Joe, check this out in the graphics room, all right? Yo, Scopes, how about we do something phenomenal like this? I know it would cost a little bit of money. Bubba Joe, that is a picture of their headquarter building in Finland. And they had the World Series competition going on, and they legit lit up the side of their building with the portrait of their grand champion, their world champion. Uh, it's kind of awesome. By the way, you know? I also want to throw this out. They were awarding cash prizes. Check this out, folks. Dude walked with $200,000. And, and look how much money they gave all the way down to 32nd place. $15,000. Why can't we do something like that? DJ clearly is not 
familiar with esports at all. I am clearly not. <laughs> this, like, I mean, I know that there's things. I know that there was a kid. Didn't he win like a million dollars playing Fortnite? I know that there's things like that. Okay, truthfully. I played in a Mario 3 thing once. <laughs> I played in a world a world championship for Halo like 20 years ago. I went pretty far, too. I think I made it into, like, the top 100, but, I mean, that, that wasn't good enough. But, yeah, it's kind of awesome. Just, like, so I watched this today. I, guys, I'm not kidding you. I spent two hours watching this this morning on YouTube. Look, what's wrong with me? Nothing's wrong with me. That was cool. That was cool. And the whole production I mean, value of it. Ripper, like, they, know, had, they had TV crews with both players. They I, had a, DJ, I watch a lot of esports. Did you did you watch this game, one? But no, <sighs> I don't watch that game. But you know, I watch uh, StarCraft, uh, Valorant. You know what, chick? League of Legends, Dota. Where's Truck and Chick? Truck and Chick, you're exactly right. Where's the Star Trek? Good question. <laughs> hey CBS, hey Scopely, where's the Star Trek in the world of esports? Okay, I'm telling you, it was a lot of fun. Well, Super. I meant in the podcast. I know, I know. Yeah, I'm just telling you. To come out with an actual wow. holodeck. I, <laughs> I know what they meant, you guys. I'm not an idiot. I'm just saying this was something that I experienced today that was massively cool. And why, why can't we do something like that? I mean, seriously, what is stopping Scopely from doing something cool like that? That would be fun. Do a little server, internal server competition and then the top five from each server gets together and Bubba, we've talked about yeah we've All talked right, about world, something like watch this, this lag watch, <laughs> yeah. watch this guy take five minutes to tag each other you know go what though triangle, go seriously there's a way that it could do it all right there's a way that it could happen Bubba joe we've talked about this and and you know what to be perfectly honest with you i am not above trying to do this player driven Bubba joe maybe we should make that our project uh after the new year is to actually go server to server and do like a tournament style competition that we run, right? Let's offer up a base. I remember Gregor telling us about this on his on his server that like someone in his alliance would offer up a base, all right? And and we could do it like wall breakers, Ripper, all right? Like we're going to offer up a base, we're going to choose 5 players to defend it. All right. And this wouldn't be quick. Wouldn't be easy. No, I don't want I don't want to do PVP round robin because that's something that, you know, PVP, you can buy your advantage. I want strength in numbers. I want to offer up a base. You know what? Maybe we'll start it on 15, Karkin. Maybe we'll try it on 15. We'll we'll iron out the details. I'll offer up my base. Okay? I'll offer up my base and and I will ask five players to defend it. And I will invite the entire galaxy to, to raid my base against five players. If they can get in, if they can crack my base, then I, what? What should we give away? Ten billion resources? Ripper? It would be mostly steel. That's all I've got right now. I have a little <laughs> bit of trite. I got a little bit of trite. All right. Uh, IJ says he would play. All right. But see, the Tycon, what we would probably do is is we would need... I, I don't know how we would find the defensive players. They would have to be, you know, not unlimited super strong, but there would have to be rules, right? Like no G5 ships or something. I don't know. I'll tell you what. We will work on this. We'll work on this. Um, 
I would like to try to do something like this. No, you can't do Rialta's looter because then you got to get through my base. Somebody's going to have to crack me. All right, that's base right. Position's <laughs> going to have to be key. You'll have to auction either like not auction off this, or prizes are the base positions for. I don't even know if I. Well, I guess we could do something. You're going like, to make us warp yeah. raid you, or what? Uh, no, I don't know. We'll have to come up with it. We'll have to come up with some ideas. Uh, Cook is coming up to the stage from Server 34. What's up? Good evening. Uh, welcome to the Dead Alliance here. Cook is on the stage. Have you guys done something like this on 34? Seems like this is something that, that one of your guys would have tried to do something like this, right? Where's Cook? Cook's gone. Oh, he's muted. Uh, we'll come back. Bubba, have you ever tried anything like this on your stage? Or on your, on your stage? On your server? Uh, here we go. Sorry. Ah, oh, hey, what's up, Cook? How you doing from Server 34? Hey. Have, have you guys tried something uh, like good. this? Thanks for having me. Well, for Thanksgiving, um, myself and one of the comms from our brother alliance, we decided to do a give back to our alliances, and we just let our alliances raid us for six hours, and we broke it down into brackets. So every hour, a different bracket was allowed to bid it and raid it and whatnot. And I think that's the best way for you to do what you do in competition is break it up into brackets. Yeah, we'd have to do something silly like that. Uh, you know, that way, because it would be really difficult for an Ops 35 to break my base. Uh, but if we let some of the bigger players come in and break it first, and I don't know, maybe, maybe we should do something like this. I'm feeling, I'm feeling weird. I'm feeling kind of goofy about it, Rip. Like, well, I think this could be fun. Well, we oh, let maybe. my, we let our guys try and break us down, break our bases. But after like 15 hits, it was just kind of pathetic. So then I asked Andy to come in and crack the bases for us. And he did it in like two shots. Uh, I got cracked the other day. Shout out, foe. I got cracked for the first time big in probably, oh my gosh, I bet it's been months. I, I don't think I want to say a year, but it's been a long freaking time. And he did it with his new North Cut. Man, kind of a sexy ship. And, and I'm sure it was still expensive. If Foe was here, I'd like to ask him. I'm sure it was still expensive, but it looked like he took like 0.5% hull damage against my base. <laughs> he took no damage. Uh, took absolutely zero damage, but man, it was a, it was a pretty ship. All right. Um, welcome into the show. I know we, I'm, I'm a little bit fast and loose tonight. I'll tell you why. We got nothing to do. I do have something I want to teach you, but I don't think it's going to take two hours. <clears throat> We're between the arcs. There's no news. There's nothing going on. We haven't even gotten a freaking maintenance announcement yet. Like, I got no idea. All right. There's supposed to be a maintenance announcement, usually before we actually get to maintenance. I haven't gotten that yet. So I don't know, Rip. I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of laying back. TJ, you know, I want to ask you something. Sure. So, uh, you know, I haven't been on for a couple weeks. I've been. Uh, I know. Just, By the way, you- welcome back, man. Welcome Thanks. back. You've been so good. Just, we we noticed that you missed the grading show. You always love that one. <laughs> so, you know, a couple <laughs> things that I... Yeah, about I that. Okay, moving on. Bring up. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I know, right? Like, he's non-responsible in that. Okay, sorry. Go ahead, Big. <laughs> so, I, I, you know, some of the things that I think that I wanted to bring up, I thought that was kind of not really talked about on the grading show that I do kind of wondering what the other people's uh, or what your thought is. So one is I know, uh, you know, we talked, there was some talk about the 10 days of the TC event, um, which I think in concept 
you know, was was great, you know, but I, I feel like once again, like school play missed the bet, missed the mark again. Not only one, it's it's a ten day event where you know the rewards did not necessarily justify the work that it took, and, and Bubba Joe talked about that. But the other thing is, is that it, it was 10 days, yep. you know, and the fact that a cycle of the TC is seven days. Yeah. So when Scopely does stuff like this, this is where I have a big fault with them. Listen, they should know their game, and every event should be as fair as possible. We talked about this before when, you know, you throw a 48 in – with a 50, and a 50 can do a lot more damage than killing hostiles than a 46 can. Like, it's not fair to group them together. You know, well, this is the same thing. It's like 10 days. Well, depending upon where you are on the map, you know, if you're an alliance who only has three takeovers during that particular part of the week, you know, if somebody else has five takeovers, during that particular part of the week, like you cannot compete with those others because they get a lot more chances to do more events. So, you know, what ends up happening with that A, you know, that that throws an unfair advantage to certain alliances that depending upon just, you know, where they are in the map. So running it for 10 days was not really a fair event. The other thing was, you know, it favors... That the bigger alliances as well, because what we saw on ours is that all the big alliances took all the small alliances' territories. You know, at the end of the event, before the event, there was a full, a full field NTC. After the event was over, there were sixteen open territories because all the other alliances got wiped off the map. So to me, like that's you know, like that's not fair for like a lot of the alliances so um i do feel like that you know like when they do stuff like this that there should be some way to make it you know fair for everybody okay i agree with 100 percent of all that uh captain hick writes in the chat the the one reason that he can't get behind the 10-day complaint and actually this is a very cool perspective all right mm-hmm. he says the one reason i can't get behind the 10-day complaint is that the event was designed to get people to move not sit and score from the same zones. They should have attempted to move to a zone that was going to score them the most points. I actually am totally cool with that, uh, Captain Hick. I actually love that interpretation of it. The The problem is is that if – and I'm totally with you. I agree that the event was designed to get people to move and shake, all right? But you still didn't have an entire cycle, seven days or 14 days, because what if – you know, you had written an, a, a plan and and then it ended up being, you know, that one of the zones you had to take would have ended up falling outside the time frame, so forth and so on. So, but yeah. did it not just come down to the tier three areas? Well, yeah, the points were massive. Three? Yeah, the points were So those were extra two days of tier two and tier one, were they going to make up the difference if you had pushed on a, or done the effort to get an extra that tier three area? Yeah. It it would have been irrelevant because it just wasn't worth enough points. Um, no, now, no, the, 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 whether that is the case or not is irrelevant to the discussion about you know that being an issue. I feel like whether I'm or having... not you whether or not that makes a difference to the end result is irrelevant. 
because that just you know shows that maybe next time it isn't I actually like time, that it makes a difference yeah I Who like knows? that observation so you guys wanted hints right you guys wanted hints about the December arc and I told you I didn't really have anything written down uh, as a matter of fact Bubba Joe I messaged you like an hour ago and I'm like oh gotta sit down and I gotta write the hints then I got Taco Bell forgot all about it um so <laughs> I, got, I got nothing um here maybe Bubba could this be a hint Ripper you know where I'm gonna go with this could this actually be uh something that we could talk about because uh, no Taco Bell's not the hint Scaly Ripper, what do you think? Should we risk it? Are you guys Let's at, just go with it. Let's just go with it? Okay. So, Big, and those of you in the chat, Scopely has heard the feedback from many community members, including moderators and content creators alike, including that criminal Ripper who came in and, and agreed and backed us all up and said, listen, it's, it's a little bit weird, right? A little bit weird. So... We will see this event again, and we're going to see it with a set of adjustments that, Ripper, you were part of this conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought so. Okay. We're going to see it with a set of adjustments that were pretty player-driven, and oh. I'm, I'm not going to lie, Rip. I, yeah. I, hang on, Big. Uh, Rip, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I, I've seen now the final event mathematically. Um, I think I actually like it. Ripper, honest to god opinion. Just you know, obviously don't don't divulge anything. Honest to god opinion of what mathematically it looks like. I think, I think what we see for its next run. And by the way, I'm not confirming nor denying it's in December. I'm just saying we're gonna see that event again. Um. But I, I feel like the changes that have been made mathematically to it, Ripper, I, I think I like them. Yeah. You t- you too, math math wise? I yeah, it it seemed seemed pretty good. I haven't I haven't fully, you know, mathed out and see, decided it's actually perfect, but we'll see. Well we will see. Obviously it's gonna depend a lot on the community, uh, and how you guys respond to it. I will tell you this. And Chick says it was boring if they don't add a mechanic to force movement. <laughs> Let me just tell you, folks. Dropping your territory and dropping a pin back on your own territory ain't going to get it done this time. Okay? I can tell you 100%. As a matter of fact, I might go so far as to say, community, uh, uh-huh. I, it's not going to get it done, Rip. There's no way it's going to get it done. And I might go so far as to say that if, if your server does not heavily contest each other, ain't nobody getting paid. And I think that's probably where I will leave it. Okay? Yeah. I'll leave it right there. If your server does not engage with each other, Patron St. Nick says, so we'll just ignore it. You may. Sure. You may not, all right? About the only thing I haven't seen is the reward payout, Ripper. But what was our advice? Our advice was to make it worth it. It needs to be worth a, a week or yeah. two-week-long event. And, and so I, I might go so far as to say that they heard us on everything else. They heard us 
on the design piece of this and how we can make it make it somewhat better. Uh, and I I mathematically like the competition part of it. Um, it is obviously going to depend, but it's going to require your server to to fight. It, it will require it. Okay, so it's. Uh, I know that I have laid the groundwork and I've kind of chatted with some of you guys about, you know, conglomerations and all this stuff. I'm here to tell you, folks, you are going to need to have some conversations because if you cannot fight, you will not get paid. All right. So these big 10 alliance coalitions that are just lagging out the systems and and preventing people from fighting, that is not going to work this time. Okay, so uh, Khan says we can't fight due to Scopely lag. Listen, Scopely lag is bad. Obviously, it's it's bad. But when you put 10 alliances in there, that's that's really bad. Okay, two alliances or three alliances in there, they can at least play. All right. It's not good gameplay. Trust me. It's not good gameplay. All right. I know. But it's good. You're going to have to be able to play. All right, so this one's going to be in your hands, community. This one's going to be straight up in the hands of the community. You will determine if your server is going to get paid, and it's going to be based on how well you guys participate. All right, and and contested territories are a requirement. So now whether the you go. DJ, I need. Uh, I'm sorry, but now I'm like really buzzing. So so you're telling me that this this change was a direct reflection because of player feedback. What, the change to this event? Yeah. Thousand percent. A thousand okay. percent you're, within you're saying, within You're with... saying this is a direct feedback from that, correct? Sure. Yeah. So so he now here's another issue. Like I have heard that you and I'm not saying you, I don't please don't this is not personally on you. This no, is that's good. This is you and I having a conversation. So normally in the past, we've talked about, hey, this is an issue, this is an issue, this is an issue. And the feedback that we kind of get is that it takes months for things to change. It can. Okay. Your lag is still going to be bad. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. But one of the things that you talked about is that, you know, they kind of changed the mechanic a little bit or scoring. So that seems to be something that should be able to be fixed pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're changing the payout, so that kind of tells me that I payout... did not say I did not say they were changing the payout. What I okay, said is right. I have not seen the payout. That's the one piece of this event I haven't seen yet, and I hope I hope they change the payout. Okay, but I do right. not know. I have not seen that piece. What I do know, and what has been reiterated is actually relatively minor. Listen, this event last month was oh. was executed badly because there were loopholes, I, I, I think is probably the better way I would put okay. it. Dropping your territory and retaking it, I kind of feel like that probably was not the intention. I mean, why would it be? Agree. Okay? Agree. So um, I feel like what they have done this month, after seeing that happen, like, immediately started thinking about ways and started consulting with some players about how do we close this loophole um, or how do we actually, you know, continue to try to encourage people to move. So, yeah, clearly, I will say this. I feel like 
there is a renewed energy over there right now um, around territory. And, and I, I'm okay with it. I love territory as, as you know, a, a concept. All right. The problem has always been the battles. It's always been the lag. Listen, it, guys, we've talked about this. Bubba Joe, let me ask you, and I know you're, you might not be the right person to ask. You're 52. Ripper, not a huge PvP, or I don't know. Karkin, you like the PvP. Cook, you PvP some, lost and found. NCC, I don't know. Let me ask you guys, and you guys in the chat, sound off. If lag was no longer a thing, all right, absolute zero, you can put 10,000 players into a system, and they can fight. Would anybody actually truly hate territory? Like, really, really hate it? People still have the aspect of the fighting on their own time frame, so that would still be a... But I I think it would be a thousand percent better. Yeah. It would be really fun, actually. I think so, too. All right. I agree, though. Bubba has brought up the thing about the clock. Absolutely. The time constraints, absolutely. And a lot of people, you guys saying that. Lady Kess, time constraints. Elemento uh, P, yes, I would hate... Oh, yes, I would still hate it. I hate being told when to play. All right. Emperor Jew says, same thing. Why should we be expected to fight and play in the middle of a workday? Okay, I get that. I totally get that. You, But listen to what you guys are all saying. If it wasn't lag, then it would be scheduling, right? So scheduling, to me, big country, that feels like something that we could probably, I don't want to say easily, Ripper, right? Because that's hard-coded, but I... But we could get with design to come up with an alternative pattern. I mean, I I really do like the idea of changing it up to something that's where, you know, you you actually utilize the embassy for something. Uh, although I think we could we could expand on that a little bit to where it's like for, uh, level one zones, you do king or you 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 know you do attack the embassy type stuff where you have to take as many resources or whatever. And then uh, tier two, you could do King of the Hill or whatever. And then tier three, you would have, you know, capture the flag type stuff. I mean, the, you know, change it up to where it's like it's not the same crap every freaking day, except for Tuesdays. <clears throat> well, I agree. And I like that, too. As a matter of fact, let me ask you this. This could be the simplest thing, Big. All right. And we've talked about this before. Players seem to be, you know, pretty overwhelmingly in support of it. And again... I still like the like the idea that we came up with months ago, which was just to reset the daggone thing every 90 days or every 120 days. Just clear it all. Start it over. Yes. You know, I mean, that is the simplest. Uh, it's the easiest. It's the most ready-to-go option uh, is just that they reset the daggone thing, you know? I mean, anybody who goes through, anybody who goes through a server merge is, is experienced with that. It wasn't a terrible experience. So, I don't know. Uh, right. Just completely honest with you, Bubba, this was not at all what I intended to talk about tonight. So, uh, it's definitely shoot from the hip. But since uh, it came up and since you brought it up, uh, I thought it would be cool to, to tell you that Scopely's been listening to this. And, uh, and there's, been, there's been some feedback on it, some player-driven feedback. And, and I'll be honest with you, if we did just go back and say, yeah, Ripper, if we just went back to, to Ops and said, you know what, community says they don't like it, just drop it. Uh, is Scopely going to listen to us? You mean dropping territory? Yeah, yeah. Hey, what? take this game design piece and write it yeah, out of the game. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Thank you. 
All right. So for those of you saying just end it, like, I mean, seriously, get real. Okay. No, know the limits of the bounds in which we are able to provide feedback. And, and I should probably go out on a line and say, like, we should probably be happy that we have any opportunity at all to feedback and suggest some alterations to this event. Um, that said, that said, this was not at all what I wanted to, to really kind of get into tonight. So we'll, we'll move from, from this, but there is, um, a, a reiteration of this event coming and, um, I expect it to be better. Is it going to be perfect? No, I'm sure not. I'm sure there's a scenario in which I and Ripper and, you know, ops and, and several other players, I'm sure there's going to be something that you guys come up with that we haven't foreshadowed. So uh, could it be busted? Absolutely, it could be busted. Um, and but, if the rewards are not good enough, it doesn't matter anyways. That's right. <laughs> there you go. If the rewards blow, then nobody's got any incentive to do anything. But if the rewards, you know, can come out and, and be good looking, then um, then maybe players are going to look to try to do something different. It seems weird to me also as well that, you know, that this mechanic came out they're taking the immediate feedback of it and kind of addressing it right away, which is which is good. But then at the same time, um, I know that there's been a lot of things in the game that have not changed since the beginning. Mm-hmm. That really that 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 needs to to be looked at at the oh. beginning of the game. You know, but at the beginning of the game, like you didn't have to mine as many resources. You didn't have to mine as much material or grind as much resources. And listen, I I get that some of the stuff, but you know now there's there is a lot more stuff to do in the game. So to me, like there's a lot of things that have not changed at the game, like at the beginning. Like for instance, the the way the refineries pay out, like they pay out dismal, you know. And there's so much more material that needs to be paid. And if they want people to have more resources and have more um, rewards. Like they should, you know, look at how those pay and those should not only pay different, but then require less work to do kind of like the same work now, because you do more stuff in the game now than you did, you know, when the, when the game started. November was exactly that. It was a loaded calendar with loaded payouts, and it was heralded by players as the best-paying arc of all time. Now, I oh. know that, that there, were, there was a segment of the community that did not feel that. Uh, that was 50, probably 51-plus, uh, if I'm generalizing, maybe 52-plus, that did not uh, feel that they got that. But ironically, the month before, they felt like they got that. I, I think that the fact that they got it a month ahead of time maybe dulled the senses a little bit to what everybody else was was talking about in November uh, with the G3 and G4 players. But, I mean, big, that's that's exactly what happened. The, the event calendar was slammed. Uh, the payouts were good, and, and that's what made November, at least according to a lot of players, was, was, what, was what happened, okay? So uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, my God, maybe, Bubba, we'll get into the entire reason we were trying to have a show tonight, and that is to talk about Armadas. On the last show, it became painfully obvious, Ripper, that some players may not 
be effectively or efficiently using their Armada directives if, in fact, they are a player that struggles with amassing directives. So what we're going to do today is we are going to, A, talk about the sources of directives, how you can earn them, how you can accumulate them, where they come from and what they cost, and B, should you be running them when events are not going on? Should you, Bubba Joe, be trying to open all the Armada chests every single day? And my opinion was met with utter disgust and surprise this past Wednesday. So, Bubba Joe, we're going to talk about it. We said we were going to come back. We're going to talk about it, and we are going to break it down. What is wh- what is the, the better way? What do you guys do? Because clearly what I do seems insane. <laughs> we're going to talk about it coming up right after this break. My name is Ultimate DJs here hosting Star Trek Fleet Command's official dumpster fire tonight. Sorry, tech man. All right, this first 90 minutes absolutely claims the crown. Uh, We'll be back right after this. My name is Ultimate DJs on Talking Trek Live. Back in a sec. Hang on. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Brown Giant Canned Vegetables, the vegetables that sat in the warehouse a little too long before they were packaged. Hey, folks, Donald Trump here to tell you about the new picture book that covers my first term in office. I say first term because I'm technically in my second if you count the real votes, right? The Trump Picture Book is a fantastic gift for all 12 days of Christmas, 8 days of Hanukkah, and and whatever they do with Kwanzaa. Is it one day or two? Frankly, it's enough to make you want to storm the Capitol just thinking about it. 100% of the proceeds from sales will go towards my favorite charity, me, and you. You get a big, beautiful book as long as you have a MasterCard or Visa. We don't take checks because you can't trust anything that comes in the mail, especially votes. So look, don't spend all month shopping for the perfect gift. The Trump Picture Book will give you a photo finish. And you know what? It's already a bestseller, but you don't see it because the results are rigged. Believe me. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Obviously, I wasn't going to play this as like a commercial return, but Bubba, I I just realized that I still had this loaded from earlier when we were going to talk about bringing you up to the stage, and then I realized we had not read the news, we've done no announcements, like what is happening here? This is the, the least clocked show of all time. We went 90 minutes. On our first segment, that's a no-no. When do you ever get to go an entire hour in talk radio without taking a break? That is not supposed to happen. And then we didn't we didn't introduce our panelists. I didn't give you the news. I didn't give you our announcements. We were going to tell you about Talking Trek Gives Back. Baba Joe, like these, so the show that we just did on Wednesday, 
I apparently somebody decided to make a meme out of it uh, that I fully expect this is going to be a hot mess. Somebody made a meme out of that, uh, which is fantastic. I kind of love that. And uh, and then this show, which I didn't expect to be a hot mess. I expected it to be kind of fun and laid back because it's between the arcs and and you know just chilling and buddy. Players came out with their boxing gloves on, right, Bubba Joe? And kind of crazy. So I played your intro music because I had it loaded on the deck. And there you go. Welcome in, everybody, to Bubba Joe, who is... I've Listen, Bubba, I've been stalling for 60 seconds waiting for you to come off mute. He's clearly not listening. All right. <laughs> he's, he's not here, Ripper. He's, he's pacing right now. I know. You know, Snake Eyes was talking <laughs> to me. Snake Eyes was talking to me. He actually wants you in big country. We were talking about this. So big plans coming up for 2022. Uh, here, cats out of the bag. <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, Snake Eyes wants to work with Bubba and Big to develop a product. Um, so surprise, if you guys are interested and have your people. Is it a Big Bubba back cream? Have your people talk to my people. <laughs> Completely unplanned. Okay, guys, at the very beginning of the show, I was going to do this, and I didn't. And shame on me. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven items left on our Amazon shopping list for Talking Trek Gives Back. Seven items. Uh, I also told you guys that I uh, and the team here at Talking Trek were going to take your stories and your nominations and contribute $500 to a family in need this holiday season. Let me tell you, um, we have gotten some great emails, Bubba Joe. Uh, I've gotten some heartbreaking stories, which, you know, that, that wasn't necessarily the intent, but, but we, wanted to, we wanted to find somebody to, to, to do this for right because we've you guys have have given us such an amazing year uh the gold patrons as a matter of fact let me address this super quick i'm going to apologize uh because i actually do have two or three or four pms about their names not being updated in gold yet and i'm so sorry i am running behind i am running behind i will see to it that it is fixed this week i promise uh, but I am behind. I don't have the names updated on the list. I don't have your names turned gold. I've been very, very busy and very behind. And I'm sorry I will get to it. I swear I'll get to it this week. But we, Bubba Joe, have an ever-growing gold patron list. Because of that generosity, we, <laughs> for the first time in two years, are operating in the black. Well, unlike Scopely, Bubba Joe, this is not a for-profit company. All right? So we are taking... Uh, some of those excess funds, and we're putting them back into good philanthropic-type uh, initiatives. And so I decided to issue a challenge tonight, Bubba Joe. There are seven okay. items left on our Amazon wish list. Now, let me be real clear. This Amazon wish list uh, that I just posted the link to in the graphics room, this is for the Talking Trek staff, not me. I have nothing on it. This is for Bubba Joe and Gregor and Big, all right, Ripper. All right, these are the guys that have worked so hard tirelessly to bring you this show for the last two years. So these items are for them, but there were some extras, Bubba Joe, that we are going, if we fill out the list, 
then we're going to take those extras and we are going to award them as prizes to you guys here in the community. We'll do some contest pick stuff, right? And we're going to give some prizes to people here uh, who listen to the show. That's the fun piece, all right? We also decided to take $500 uh, from your gold patron funds and buy toys, a video game, clothes, a winter jacket, boots, whatever, for a family that you guys chose. We asked you guys to send your emails to TalkingTrekSTFC at gmail.com telling us about someone that you know, a family that you know, could be in real life, could be in game, doesn't matter, Uh, a family, somebody that you know who could use a spiritual bump. All right. And Colonel Ark says only 500. Well, I mean, I ain't rich. All right. I figured 500 would be just a little bit something better. Okay. I mean, I know it's not a whole lot. I said that it's not a whole lot that is coming like straight out of mine and Snake Eyes bank account for this show. So, you know, we got a little bit extra. We're giving we're giving it away. Okay. Um, However, however, what I decided to do tonight, Bubba, was to up the ante. Okay. And and it serves two purpose, uh, two purposes. If Tonight, while we are on the air, so we've got one hour uh, while we're on the air, if we finish the Amazon wish list, okay, if we finish the Amazon wish list, then I am going to increase my personal investment into the family to $750, okay? Uh, I know it's not a whole lot, but again, it's just me and Snake Eyes trying to do what we can. So we'll go from $500 to $750 if you guys finish the Amazon list here tonight. Um, and so there's your challenge. You guys, uh, you guys fill it out, okay? Um, and if you guys can finish the list, then I personally will add the extra $250, Bubba Joe, and that will take it to $750. And, and again, I know, guys, you, you're not telling me anything that's not lost on me. I know it's small. It's a trinket. But, but you know what? Listen, to, to the right person, to the right situation, to the right young man or young lady, you know, who just wants a baby doll, right? Or a remote control car that, that costs 50 bucks. Like we, we take it for granted. Guys, so I told you, uh, last show, Bubba Joe, if there was, if there was an opportunity for you to get to, uh, like, you know, a local church or, or, you know, somebody where you could go find one of those like angel trees, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes those angel Mm -hmm. trees are full of, you know, full of stuff that, you know, kind of tough. Like, I, I saw one the other day. The guy was like, I want a, a PlayStation 5 or whatever. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think I'm going to be able to buy into that, okay? But, you know, I did find one little angel on the tree for a five-year-old boy who asked for jeans and socks, you know? Like, Bubba, that, God, that's a little bit tough, man. That's a little bit tough. I, I, uh, another thing that, that happened this past week, I had a lot of people email me about that whole ice cream thing in Oliver's classroom, Bubba Joe, and, and I do want to say, like, this was super cool, and I did not ask for it, trust me, because, I, I mean, I did it. <clears throat> but I want to I say thank you to the anonymous player who decided to pay for the next month worth of ice cream in Oliver's classroom. And I even told him, I'm like, listen, go do it for your classroom. Please go do it for your classroom. Do it because I'm going to do it for my classroom. You go do it in your town. He insisted on sending it, so I really appreciate that. Uh, but, you know, there's ways for you guys to get involved in your own community. Go find an angel tree. Go find a family. But, you know, yeah, I, I decided to do this 500 this 750 now. If you guys can do it, it is not 
for the for the kid who who only wants a PlayStation for Christmas, Bubba Joe. I mean, you know, maybe depending, but but that's not kind of where I was going with it. I was kind of going with it, you know, with the kid who who has to question whether or not Santa Claus is going to come to his house. You know, like the the kid who has to wonder and has to think about whether or not you know Santa's going to remember who where he lives this year. Like that's that's not. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. No kid should ever have to to feel that. No kid should ever have to worry about that. So, yeah, I want to put a couple of uh, choo-choo trains, and I want to put, you know, some some remote-control cars, and I, I want to put, a uh, you know, an MP3 player under their tree this year. You know, I want to I put something under there where they feel like and they know that somebody somebody thinks that they're special enough to get them something for Christmas. That's what it's about. And and no, seven hundred and fifty dollars doesn't change anybody's life, but it changes a child's Christmas morning. That's what I'm after. So um, anyway, I hope that that's what you guys are after, and I hope that, that that you guys like that, and I hope you guys can be motivated to do something in your own community by doing so. So I issue the challenge, Bubba Joe, the challenge to finish out the Talking Trek wish list for our team. And I personally will dangle the $250 carrot. If you guys want to see it, uh, then I will do that. I will up the donation uh, to uh, $750 if you guys will finish taking care of the Talking Trek team. Trucking Chick last week on the show. Welcome to the stage, by the way. How are you, my dear? Good weekend? Yeah, how about you? I worked a lot. It's kind of meh. Listen, uh, last week we had had an opportunity. You and Ripper actually had kind of a, a disagreement of sorts regarding Armada sourcing. So I wanted to come back and I wanted to talk about this because you kind of led the charge. You were like, listen, not enough Armadas, which, by the way, I agree. Not enough Armadas. Okay? Certainly not. However, I think in having this conversation we kind of felt like maybe we found an area where some players were using directives and maybe we should, we should look at this, right? So we talked in the uh, contributor room here not long ago and we started gathering up data for like the cost of the Armada chest and like, you know, what's in them. Bubba Joe helped out with some of that stuff, getting some of this stuff together because I wanted to have a real fundamental conversation about directives. So Chick... You, uh, let me start with you. You said last, last week, there's way too few directives in the game. All right. Which I don't disagree with fundamentally, but let's talk about what we do have. Chuck, uh, Chick, tell me a little bit about your directive acquisition as it sits today. Like how many I have in stock right now? Well, we, 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 how how I get them. Well, I'd like to talk about how we get them, but yeah, let's, let's start with that. Let's go with, let's go with uncommons. What do you got uncommons wise right now? 540. 540. So you got enough for five uncommons. And guys, the, mm-hmm. Ripper, this is why your, in my opinion, was, was met with backlash last week. Because five uncommons, that's what she's got. And there are a ton of players, Rip. Tons of players who are in the same boat. Uh, let's mm-hmm. come back to this uh, here in just one second. You guys, real quick in the chat. Real quick in the chat. Um, how many uncommons... Are you guys hanging on to? James Bond has 3,000. All right, so that's enough for 30. Still not a huge number. We've had events over the last couple of months that take more. All right, Captain Oblivious, 565. 
All right, there are players in this boat. Joker has 2,000, which is a few, but only, what is that, 20? Yeah, 20. Silverhawk, 340. Techman, 6,000. All right, these are not big numbers. Devil in the Belfry, 1,500. Sanzo, 700. Killer Ab, uh, 1,000. All right, guys, there are players, <coughs> there are players who don't have big banks. Now, I got to be honest with you, Ripper. I don't know how I got a big uncommon bank. All right? Right now, I think I've got like 8,000. All right? Let me let me double check. Let me just make sure. I don't want to tell you wrong. I have 15,000. That's because you don't start any, DJ. I do start some. <laughs> I do start some, but Big will tell you our lines is like super heavy into Armadas. Sometimes I don't I don't get to start that many. Uh, let me see. Where is it? Are, are they in the other tab? I'm having difficulty finding them. There they are. Okay, wait. Yeah, other tab. Okay, unclump. Oh, no, that's Eclipse. Uh, uncommon. Nope, that's Loot. Good God. Unco- okay, here we go. Uncommon Armada Directives. I have 5,560. So, actually, a few less than what I thought. I got enough for 55. Okay. Um... Bayonetta, real quick. I'm sorry. Yes, we need the we need the women's large on that one. It wouldn't let me change it. I don't know why. Women's large on that on that shirt. So here's what I got. I got 5,560. It's enough for 55 uncommons, which that's still arguably a lot. A lot of players not in this boat. So chick, how do you get them? You got 500. So if an event came up tomorrow, you're in trouble, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where do you yeah. get them from? Let's talk about this. Where? Do we get them from? It's a great question. I don't know where the regular uncommon are sourced from. I know every three to seven days I get ten rare directives in the chest, but uh, dailies. Okay, let's start with dailies. Yeah, let's start with dailies. We get fifteen a day out of your dailies. I do presume that players finish their dailies. All right. It's, it's easier than ever to, to finish the dailies, or at least there's more options than ever before to do the dailies. So we get 15 a day, which means every nine days, right? Is that 15 times nine? No, seven, 15 times seven. Every seven days, you get one uncommon, all right? In addition to that, you can score another 100 every seven days, in your arm, uh, in your alliance store, okay. So that is two hundred uncommon directives per week that you can accumulate. All right, right there, dailies and your alliance store. There's two hundred a week. Then uh, we talk about, and I appreciate somebody reminding me. You've got Crucible of War, Crucible of War that just came out. Now, chick, I had maybe shared a secret that I shouldn't have shared on the last show. Don't know. Hope you caught it. Uh, what did you do mm-hmm. with your uh, with your cow loot this, this month? I bought one of the Armada packs. <gasps> did you really? And do you still have 16,000 loot going into the next one? I do. Oh, lucky there, Bubba Joe. Somebody, somebody picked something up. We reached a soul. Here on oh Talking Truck. <laughs> we did. Listen, Truck and Chick, I've always said, I said this to Snake Eyes, I don't care how many how many thousands of people download the show. If one player 
gets a better game experience out of it than it was worth it to me. All right. Uh, players, you guys are talking about uh, what you what – you, K21, we're not going to go into a whole lot of detail. All right. And and besides, I don't – it's not – I don't ex- – it's a timer. Not a big deal. Anyway, all right, we talked about on the last show how you could pick up a few more. And that, by the way, a single chest – a single chest is 200 rare and 300 uncommon, right, Trek and Chick? Uh-huh. 200 rare and 300 uncommon, but we only get that once a month. Or do we get it once a month? Maybe players who listen to the Wednesday show got it only once this month, but next month, Truck and Chick, what will you get out of your cow store next month? Nice. I'll get it twice. You're going to get 400 rares and 600 uncommons. So let's add this up. Let's add this up. Uh, somebody help me with a, with a, a cheat sheet. Uh, Trek and Chick, you're usually the one that helps me keep track of my numbers here. So we've got 200 uncommons per week, every seven days, rather. 200 uncommons every seven days. So let's just say in a four-week period, all right, that is times four. That's 800 uncommons plus... If you use my two-draw method on Cal, then we're going to add 600. That's 1,400 uncommons over the span of 28 days. In addition to that, that's going to be 400 rares. Okay? 400 rares. Now, how do we use these, Bubba Joe? This is what we didn't get into Wednesday, and this is where I think we need to spend a couple of minutes. Bubba Joe, when do you pull, let me rephrase, how much uncommon Armada loot do you have? I'm sure it's a god-awful amount. You might not, oh, be, the, um, you might not be the right person to, to ask. <laughs> I probably am not. Um, we'll tell you. Let's see. Uncommon loot. Um... 12.5 million. Okay, not the right person to ask. Uh, <laughs> all right, that's okay. We'll come back to it. Now, hey, you know what? Before we do this, I want to address this comment. And and I thought a lot about the last show, Truck and Chick, how I said maybe we need to talk about the right way to, to, to do directives because that was very preposterous of me. There's no right way, okay? We can provide tips. We can give you hints. You can still ultimately do what you want to do. For example, Server 42's Didal says, I don't know, man. DJs, I kind of feel like the materials are more valuable than the directives. Totally a viable perspective. However, however, Didal, here's the thing. This entire segment is for a certain segment of the community who is struggling with the quantity of armadas that we are having to run. Okay? We have a bunch. And, and by the way, your team's going to have a lot to do with it, too. But, Dinal, the reason, and, and I might even go so far as to say, you know what, you might be right on the uncommons. You might be right on the uncommons. But uncommons are not all that comes in that cow chest. All right? In that cow chest comes two very, very valuable rare armadas. Now, I say that they're very, very, very rare. Bubba Joe, why would I say that they are very, very, very rare? Why are they so important, these rare directives? Because they're not sourced in any other way. I could go with that on, on like a quantity basis. They do have 
a method of sourcing. We'll come back to that in well, just a minute. But okay, so but but rare, the rare chest, the rare chest get the rare G three chest gives what players need in reasonable quantities, much more so than the uncommon chest. And so, being able to start the rare. Uh, armadas and collect that loot and redeem those chests is important for your advancement. Flight... I would actually argue that in higher levels, though. Mm, well, well, we'll come back to that in a second. Hang on, because I'm driving. I'm driving someplace. You guys are not. You guys are not following me. I must be. I got my foot on the on the gas too hard. I am not a good caravan leader, uh, Bubba Joe, because I I have apparently lost you. <laughs> um, and I want to and I want to come back and say to flight leader. Uh, he says, DJ wants us to buy rare directives at the cost of uncommon materials. He must have too much. I actually, I indicated on the last show, I do have a healthy supply. I do, all right, uh, of uncommon materials. I do. However, those are sources. Guys, this is about a game, and we've talked about this. It's a game of resource management, right? We have to look at the items that are much harder to get right we got to look at at items that are for example why do we say why do we say that um i just lost my thought <laughs> literally it was right there and it and it left me um oh i got it why do we say our mo- or, uh, event stores are the best time to get officers why have i said that the Borg event that's only run twice here so far, Bubba Joe, why is it, why do I believe in that event story? Even if it's small, why do I believe in it? Looters got it. Gives it. Players choice. Looters got it. That's right. It gives players choice, but more directly, it's direct acquisition. It's direct acquisition of what you want so i come back to the people who are talking about uh i think that the materials might be more important totally cool for some people they will be if you are counting down the days to that next tier upgrade on your enterprise i get it i totally get it but what have we seen scopely emerge with over the last 60 days with regards to armadas bubba joe give me a 60 day history lesson please what have we learned uh, we, about Armada directives? We have seen an overabundance of Armada events that give points for Armada starts we for have. Rare and Epic. We have. And what have those events what have those events been a part of? Like what have they given? What was the their part in the puzzle? Yeah. It was officer shards. Officer sourcing. Officer sourcing. Okay, officer sourcing. So I come back and I say, and by the way, you may also be a player who says, hey, it's not a big deal if I miss one or two of these events because I'll cap off in the event store. Totally cool. All right. I spoke to players, Bubba Joe, who missed out on, on four of 10. I spoke to players who missed out on 11 of 11. I understand. They said, I can't do it. All right. I can't finish it. And I get it. And they seem, Bubba Joe, to be alive and well. They seem to be breathing okay. Life has gone on if they missed 11 of 11. They were not sweating it. All right? But it got me to thinking, then the conversation Wednesday got me to thinking, maybe we should look at the priority here. Maybe 11 of 11 was not important to you. 
and that's okay. We have also, right, big country, right, Ripper, we came out and said, maybe even with the material and Armada dump that Scopely created with this SMS formula, okay, perhaps it's still not designed to be able to do it every single month. All right, now granted, November did feel a little easier. The material dump was less. Uh, I think the Armada dump was probably close to the same as it was in October, but it wasn't It wasn't choking. And, and another big reason for that is we only had one epic, right, Papa Joe? All right, we didn't have to do it twice in the same month. So there are definitely priorities, and you have choice. You can choose to amass your directives to be able to use for an officer event like this or not. You don't have to. You can bypass the directives completely in favor of materials. And that is certainly your prerogative and your choice and and not even a bad choice if you meet a couple of criteria. Maybe you're like me. Maybe you're blessed and you're on a team led by a guy named Big Country. All right, because this team, big. (laughs) How many armadas do you think that we ran today? And by the way, I'm not just talking MUDs either. Obviously, we were running MUDs. There's an event. But Big, I bet you I counted 25 normal armadas today too. How many do you think? I mean, how many armadas does this alliance run in a day? 30, 40, 50? Big's not listening. Big's gone. Oh, there no, are. I mean, it's all right. I just, you were making the point. I didn't want to add to the confusion. I appreciate that. But but here's the thing. they run. We run a lot. So you might be on a team where you don't need a lot of starts, right, Bubba? You might be on a team where you get a lot of participation. And what is, let me ask you this, guys. We were talking, I just asked Bubba Joe a minute ago. The reason you guys are wanting to run all these armadas is why? We discovered it Wednesday. You wanted to be able to open chests every single day, correct? Correct. Okay. Now, you may... Be on a team like Big Country runs. You may be on a team like LA Ravager runs on Server 44. You may run on a team like Dino plays in on Server 42, where we run 20 to 30 to 40 alliances a day. Bubba Joe, if you do that, if you're a relatively active player and you're able to get in on those, even if you don't start them, okay? Because listen, here's the thing. If you're a relatively a younger player or a newer player or, or somebody maybe who doesn't spend, listen, big, true or false, do we have one person, just one, even if it's you, yes or no, do we have one person that has bought an Armada Galactic pack this month? Yes. Yes. If you have that player Double. on your team, if you got that player on your team, then they've got extras to run, and I guarantee you they want you running them with them. They wouldn't buy them if they didn't want to run them. So I have heard, let me say this delicately. I have heard player shaming about riding coattails. I I have even heard somebody say it to me a little bit ago, uh, which I take it as a joke. No big deal. All right. (laughs) It's not a big deal. But some players, some players don't have all those starts, Bubba Joe. All right, Ripper, you told me how many uncommon directives you got? Like 15,000? 15,000. 15,000. All right, you got 15,000. Now, the reason you have 15,000 is either A, you don't like them, 
You don't run them. You don't start them. You may not play in very many of them. Am am I sounding right? Because that sounds very Ripper-esque. Yeah? Um, Or you bought a bunch of packs. Which is it? uh, I didn't buy many packs. There you go. If any at all. Right. And you've accumulated these over time. I I did buy a lot of packs in my gaming life. And and you have accumulated these because you don't start a whole lot. Probably when events are going on, you start a few. But we're earning them faster. I mean, we just said you can earn 1,400 of these in, in a month. All right? Completely free, by the way. Completely free. And and even if even if you don't use your Cal rewards, it's still 800 a month. All right? Truck and check. If you were not motivated by events... Would you run eight uncommons as a starter in a month? No. No? I mean, if I have people in my alliance who want them, then I'll start them. But most of the time, I don't start uncommons. Okay. I've got seven, seven million loot. Seven million loot. Okay. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to circle back to this here in just a second. You know how you got that loot? You ran I rode the coattails of my line. No, I rode the coattails of my line. Okay, so you got a player or two. You got a player or two in there mm-hmm. that that has maybe bought some packs and runs them. And again, I say, Big Country, correct me if I'm wrong. If somebody buys an Armada pack, it's not for their health. They do it because they want to run them, right? Yep. And, and if somebody wants to run them, do they want their team to not show up in most cases. I do know of a few examples. But in, in most cases, if somebody starts an armada, do they want people to not show up? For the most uh, part, they want help. For the yeah. most part, they want help. That's that's the idea. It's a team sport. Okay? Thank you, K21. Now, in fairness, I have forgotten that piece. I've been there for a long time. Uh, but he reminds us that there's a healthy amount of directives that come out of upgrading the ACC. Let's take a look here in stfc.space. The Armada Control Center unlocks at level 23. All right. At, okay, well, these are really, really small numbers. Um, <laughs> okay, these are really small numbers. Who came up with these numbers? God, that's great. Oh, wait, I'm still down in like the ones. And, okay. Let's let's take a look. What's a reasonable <laughs> what's a reasonable number, Bubba Joe? Like, uh, can we start at say Ops twenty five? Can we go to Ops twenty five? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Because <clears throat> that's when you should start having some ships that can actually, you know, do some that should be participating in armadas. I would say Ops twenty five is a good place to start looking. All right. Let's assume that your ACC is already Ops twenty five. That you've already earned, you've already built, you're already Ops twenty five. Okay. Uh, or you're already you're already ACC twenty five. When you go to twenty six, you get one hundred and sixty. All right, that's enough for one with a couple leftovers, Chick. When you go to 27, there's another 170. Then 180, 190. And it escalates by 10 every single level all the way up to level 40. When I build ACC 40, I'm going to get 300. When I build ACC 39, I'm going to get 290. Now, granted, these are one-offs, right, Chick? You're going to get that one-time injection, and you're done. All right? So I don't like to necessarily super count on it, but it is... I mean, 290 preceded by 280, preceded by 270, preceded by 260, all the way down to 10. 
That is several thousand uncommon directives if you count them all up from the beginning. All right. And I agree, Oblivious, it's not a regular source, but it should start you out with a healthy bank. Now, when we are talking about armadas, the biggest reason people are running them are, are one of two reasons, Bubba Joe. One is because the event is telling you to. And, and therein lies the problem some players found over the last two months is I don't have the directives to run these events. And that was why some players said, well, why not? Because there's directives all over the place. All right. Now, I don't know about all over the place, but we've got the potential for 14 uncommons, uh, 14 uncommon armadas and two rare armadas completely free every single month. Now, there's one more source of rare directives, Bubba Joe, that I have not gotten into yet. One more source of rare directives that I have not started yet. Can somebody tell me what it is? Opening the alliance Opening the uncommon chest in the alliance tab. You got it. The uncommon armada chest. Let's take a look at this Ops 25. <coughs> Ops 25. All right. Uh, let's see what we got here. Ops 25. So at Ops 25, we have the capability of earning anywhere between 5 and 20 rare directives per pull. I'm sorry. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. 5 and 20. Which, obviously, it's stacked probably, Bubba Joe, right? Like, it's, it's, it's going to be five, and that's not even a guarantee, right? It's going to be zero to five, probably four out of five pulls. Anybody disagree? Anybody argue with that? It's probably going to be... No, that's ze- probably correct. Probably zero to five, 80% of the time, probably. Okay. Um, Tech Man, ooh, he says I get 10 a day. Now, that's... You know what? Tech Man, man... I like you, brother. Mm-hmm. I do like you, Tech Man. Truck and Chick is disagreeing, though. Truck and Chick, what do you get? Yes. On average, I get 10 every five to seven days. Five to seven? Okay. We're going to come and back. And I pull it every day. Oh, those numbers are very, very low. What's, what is your, yeah. what's your ops? You're 39, right? Yep, 39. You're getting an average of one directive a day? Are, are you sure about that? No, I'm getting 10. Of, yeah, I've been keeping track. And over the last 30 days, I've gotten a total of 60. Over the last Actually, how many days? 30. Over the last month, I've gotten 60. <clears throat> That's very, very low. All right. I think yes. this past <laughs> month, I is... got probably around 400 from for from the line store. Mine was definitely less than that. I got about 260. All right. I did not get 400. Uh, but uh, I also did not get a 100 pull this month. Uh, I did actually get a 100 pull last month. My number was way higher. Uh, I got about 260. All right. Now, really for me, for all intents and purposes, my magic number is 200, right? I, I mean, the 60 is helpful. I don't super care about it. But Flight Leader says, uh, 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 to say that the uncommon chest is random, it cannot be counted upon, but I disagree. I do disagree with that, Flight Leader. All right? Why? How could I, though? You're right. It's very random. This is a chest that I do highly recommend that you pull every single day. 
The uncommon G3 chest. Now, somebody's going to say, but, but DJ, that requires loot. And I don't have the loot unless I spend the directives. Why don't you pick a side, it? All right? Listen, it's going to take you a minute. It's going to take you a minute to build this up. Bubba Joe, did you amass 12 million, exp- uh, 12 million loot, like, overnight? No. Truck and chick. You said you had 6 million loot. Is that what you said? 7 million? Mm-hmm. And I imagine that took you a few minutes. Had to have, right? Yeah. And you even mm-hmm. said, I've played in a lot of armadas that I didn't start, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay. Guys, this is a long-term play here, okay? So, so here's Ultimate DJ's playbook to, uncommon, or, uh, to armada directives in general. This is my playbook. And then, Bubba, I'm just going to lay it out. You decide if you, if you like it. Truck and chick, you do the same thing. You decide if this makes sense. And then we'll and then we'll proceed, all right. And, and then we'll we'll talk about it. My personal opinion is, if you get fourteen hundred uncommon starts and two rare starts for free in a month, all right. Let's just start there. That's your ground zero. You have no loot, okay. You have no loot, and you have no no uncommon credits. You can't open any chest. You are brand new starting this method with nothing. You do your dailies, okay? You do your dailies and you play in one cow. Now you have 1,400 uncommon directives and 400 rare directives. That's it, okay? Now, Bubba Joe, an event is going to roll around. What's the one that we're looking for if we want to start building up our bank of uncommon loot? Hang on, devil's advocate. I'm with you. I'm driving right there. I just asked the question. He says we can't spend the directives because we don't know when Scopely will run an Armada event. Okay. Okay. So, Bubba Joe, let me ask you again for the, for the benefit of Mr. Advocate. What event are we looking for before we begin spending our uncommon and therefore begin building our uncommon loot bank? Armada damage events. Armada damage events. Okay? Armada damage events. Now, we're going to play in an armada damage event. Now, let's pretend just for a minute, just for a second, somebody, an average player, okay? I don't want it to necessarily be a 39. I don't know. I don't know. What's an average player today, Truck and Chick? Do we want to say 35? Can we say 38? It's not 50. (laughs) (laughs) What is an average player? 36 to 38. 36 to 38. So can we can can we do this as a 36? Can, let's let's be conservative. Let's do it as a 36. Is that fair? Okay. Let's do sure. it as a, let's do it as a 36. Now, as a 36 with your ACC at roughly 36, okay? I'm going to pull up stfc.space over here, folks. And somebody just tell me real quick if you're an ops 36 or 37 or 38 somewhere in that realm, hopefully You've got uh, either a really well-developed Sally or, 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 you know, G3 Uncommon. Hopefully by 36, you've started on maybe a G3 Epic. Maybe it's Tier 3, Tier 4, which can start to be good. Can somebody tell me, with a team of five, what level Uncommon Armada should you be able to clear? And when I say clear, I don't mean run 15 of them on one hull. I have long said 
the definition of your efficiency in an armada is where everybody dies except for one player who survives by 5% hull. Bubba Joe, true or false? That's true. The truest efficiency in an armada, your maximum payout is where everybody but one person dies. Okay? Lexel says that's false. We're talking about team play. If you're going to go the, the solo route, which is a legitimate path, we'll talk about it in a minute. Okay, Lexel? That is legitimate. We'll talk about it in a second. But if you are talking about just the team play, hitting as big as you can as a team, because here's the point. No, Lexel. You, if you, you got 50% hole left, then you could have hit a bigger one. All right? If everybody has 50% hole left, you could have hit a bigger one. And you could have, therefore, increased your payout for the same 100 directives. Okay? Now, granted, I'm not taking into account speed-ups. I'm not taking into account, you know, tritanium and dilithium for repair, Bubba Joe, because we could lose our minds trying to do that mathematical equation. I'm not doing it. All right? The goal are the chests, right? That's the goal. Mm-hmm. Now, yep. uh, a minute ago, I asked the question, a team of five level 36s, I don't remember if this is the same today. It's been a long time since I was 39, probably over a year. Can, can, can a team of five 36s take out a level 39 uncommon pretty easy? Everybody said 39. Like, there was no question about that, Bubba Joe. Is that the number? A level 39 uncommon? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Probably. Okay. So, well, this just got so, a heck of a lot easier. Okay. Let's do this. STFC.space. Let's just take a look at a random armada at level 39. What is happening here? Oh, okay. Apply level 39. Well, let's just look at a federation armada. Here we go. Okay. Uh, level 39. Uncommon. On stfc.space, let's just go to Groombridge, Bubba Joe. Let's hit a 39 uncommon in Groombridge. Now, the minimum loot, minimum loot, Bubba Joe, is 78,000. The maximum loot is 104. May I have permission? Go ahead. Go ahead, Ripper. 100% guaranteed numbers. Maybe some deviation. But they should be close. It should be close, and obviously there's min-maxes. We know the story with min-maxes with Scopely, and it's a mess, all right? Let's assume approximately 78 and approximately 104. Now, real quick, if you guys scan what's in Groombridge right now, you're probably going to find a decent 92, okay? You're going to find probably a little bit of variation. What do people sometimes, sometimes, as a general rule, uh, do when they're hunting Swarm, Bubba Joe? Or when they're hunting Borg probes, what do they do? Do armadas. Uh, not where I was going. No, uh, they scan. <laughs> they scan. Thank you. <laughs> I am a terrible well, so driver do. tonight. I'm a horrible driver, no. Bubba Joe. I've been a terrible well, partner. I'm sorry. I'll have one ship that's actively hitting things, and I'll have another ship that's off doing something passively. So I thought that's where you were going. I yeah, apologize. my bad. Sorry. No, I'm I'm suggesting exactly what Trek and Chick just did. She scanned. She found an, a, an armada that had 92,000 loot. Chick, tell me, is there another 39 uncommon in that same system? Hopefully, maybe, by yes. chance? Yes, 90.9. 90.9. Now, if I've got my choice, Bubba Joe... They both cost 100 directives. Which one is DJ's going to start? The lower one. The dumber one. You're exactly right. 
No, I'm going to start the one with 92. All right. Admiral Poopsla says, right now I've got one in Groombridge at 103,000. That's fantastic. Sack Attack here on 15 says there's two in Groombridge right now, 96,000 and 99. Perfect. Sack, what are you going to run? If you're going to start it, what are you going to do? Which one are you going to pick? Obviously, we're going to pick the bigger one. Let's use a very conservative number. The minimum is roughly 78. The maximum is 104. May I have your permission, Bubba Joe, to use 80,000 as the number? Obviously, that means that every piece of math here is going to be on the low end. But that's kind of what I would like to do. Bubba Joe, can we agree that 80,000 should be, for the most part, pretty much a guaranteed minimum for everybody? You have my permission. Okay, 80,000. Now, if As I am <laughs> 80,000, now let's pretend I'm going in with five players. Five players, and further, let's pretend that I'm going in with exact equal ships, which will never happen. Exact equal ships. Bubba Joe, you and me and Snake and Chick and Handy, we're all the same. We all have exactly one million powered enterprises. We're going to take five million on the dot, okay, to get to this armada. Now, again, lots of assumptions here. Lots of assumptions. It's okay. It's okay. If I do 80,000, I got five players. What am I going to walk with? 16,000. 16,000. One armada that one person started that your team finished is going to give you 16,000 loot. Now, for an Ops 36, can somebody tell me the cost of a single chest? Anybody? Ops 36, single chest. 8,000, DJ. 8,000. And how many chests, Chick? Can I pull? If I'm not mistaken, I can do uh, – what can I do? I can do three or is it two? I, I can't remember. I can do two. And by the way, is there an increased cost pr- thing? Like is, is it two at 16000 or does it cost more to pull more? More. Okay. What's that number? It does not cost more. It does not cost more. It is the it's same. Like for, yeah. One chest is 8000 Two chests is sixteen. Is that correct? Hold up. Is that correct? That is generally correct, yes. That is correct, everybody. There are a lot of reverse cost efficiencies in this game. Tons of them, in fact. Armada chests are not one. Okay? So, Chick, let's continue on with our example. We just ran one uncommon, again, assuming that everybody had the same power, we just walked with 16,000 loot off of one uncommon. But that one person who ran a start is the only one who spent a directive, correct? Mm-hmm. Correct. Now, let's assume let's assume that everybody's a team player and that the other four players are also going to start one uncommon armada. That means you now have played in five. And again, this is not, 
I fully understand it. I don't need to be lectured on equal power. I get it. We'll get to the G5 player here in a second. We'll get to that butthole Bubba Joe showing up to my G3 Uncommon Armada. We'll get to that. <laughs> okay? If we now, Chick, run five Armadas, assuming, assuming that, that everybody is the same power, what did we just walk with? And by the way, we're not counting on any loot bonus. None. We're not, we're not doing that yet. Prio says, oh, man, that's 75 minutes. It doesn't have to be. doesn't have to be, but I understand your mentality. But if there's an event, we're, we're, we're doing that anyway, right? I mean, if there's an event, you're playing in, in more than five armadas, right? If there is a right. damage event out, Prios, you're playing in more than five most likely, Okay. So you're probably doing these anyway. Taco says, no, I might only be doing three. That's perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. Wait, according to my math, you're still getting done with 48,000 loot then. And that's not including the Happy Meal. That's not including loot bonus. And that is, not, that is assuming the base minimum for what that armada has to offer. Now, let's say, Bubba Joe, let's say that that evil jerk handy over in Nona, shout out Nona Nation, all right, let's assume that that guy Handy shows up in his <laughs> new Corvus, okay? Shows up in that 15 million Corvus that he's flying around while I'm flying around in a 3 million Enterprise, okay? As a matter of fact, all four other players are running in 3 million Enterprises. Can we assume that that scenario happens? Community, is there a scenario where three or four players show up with two or three or four million powers and ships and then there's a 10 million that shows up? That happens. Yep. Let's do the math there. Let's do the math there because I'm here to tell you it still ain't bad. All right. <clears throat> We've got 80,000 loot in this Armada handy. You're going to bring 15 million power. Let's make this wildly out of whack. 15 million handy is the power that you're bringing. As a matter of fact, the four other players that are coming to your Armada, they don't even total 15 million, do they? They're only at 12 million between them. There's four other players at 3 million in power. You single-handedly outpower them all, you jerk. What's the despair, uh, what's the breakdown on loot, somebody? If it's an 80,000 loot armada, what's the breakdown for four players at 3 million and handy at 15 million? Uh, let's do it. 12 plus 15 is 27. That means Handy is going to get times 80,000. That means Handy's going to walk away with 44,000 of that loot. You selfish person. 44,000 of that loot is I'm what sorry. Handy's going to walk with. That means minus the 80,000, the other four players are going to split 35,000, and they're going to be left with 8,900. Thank you, Sack. Everybody else gets roughly 9K. Wait a second. Bubba, what was the cost of a single uncommon chest? Real fast. 8,000. 8,000. 8, so wait, even if, even if Handy crashes my armada, I can still get 9,000. And that was in an armada that I might have started, maybe, or maybe I just played in it, right? In which case, I've got zero investment. I just made 9,000 loot for doing nothing. And I can still open a chest. Now, Chick, you mentioned... Six million loot. 
Super fast, everybody. Mm-hmm. Super quick, because I'm wrapping up. How much uncommon loot do you own? Do you own? Bubba Joe has 12 million. I believe I am sitting around 4 million. Poops a lot. 5 million. 2 million. 650,000. 6 million. 7 million. 7 million. 8 million. 2 million. 125,000. 1.2 million. 4 million. 1 million. 250,000. All right, let me take the lowest number that I've seen, which is 125,000. 125,000 is the lowest number that I've seen here so far. 125,000, Bubba Joe, can he open <clears throat> can he open a 24,000 triple chest of uncommon uh uncommon loot thingy chest. Well, if you could open three chests you could, but you can only open two. <laughs> you can only open two. So it's 16,000. He can still do it. Okay? The whole point that I'm trying to draw here, folks, is that this is going to take you a minute to ramp up. Can anybody remember the the topic that we taught on in March of 20? The long-term gameplay method that was going to take people probably a few months to ramp up on and that fundamentally, according to some players, changed how they play this game with terms of officer acquisition. What was it that we taught on? March of 20. Bubba Joe, do you remember? You weren't even on the team at that time, I don't think. I was not on the team, and I do not remember. Faction recruit tokens. Transporter pattern acquisition. It took a few months. As a matter of fact, I remember Scalyback. Scalyback's in the audience right now. Scalyback, I remember you telling me, DJ, you're full of crap. He said, this method is going to take me years. You remember saying that to me, Scaly? You said, this will take me forever. I have no officers maxed, no rares, no epics. I will never get transporter patterns this way. Scalyback, was it 10 weeks or 12 weeks before you sent me a message and said, holy crap, I just got my first transporter pattern? (laughs) Do you remember? 10 weeks, he says. He got his first transporter pattern. Uh, Scalyback, do you remember... Uh, or, or let me let me ask you now. Have you continued? Have you been doing it? Have you continued that method? Because I sure have. All right. Are all of your uncommons, rares, and epics in the faction recruit chest now maxed? All of them. Klingon, Fed, Rom. Scalyback says, I've been doing it religiously. But it took time. It took time. Sack Attack says, I still do that. Just maxed my last one last month. Deirdre says, I've got 200,000 transporter patterns by using this method. All right. Guess what? You're going to keep getting a bunch more. Sack Attack, who just maxed his last officer, Bubba Joe, he is on easy street for transporter patterns now. Woo-wee. Easy street, baby. Okay. Stormbringer says, using... Uh, the method that DJ taught, I have 650,000 transporter patterns. I didn't mean to change gears, Bubba Joe. My point was, took a little bit of time, right? Took yep. a little bit of time to get to that point. Took a little bit of time to build to the point where you now can get paid. And I introduce you to another item here today. And it won't even take months, folks. It won't take 10 weeks. This will take 30 days. 
30 days. This month, coming into December, there will be an uncommon... uh, There will be an Armada event. (laughs) I better be careful what I say. There will be an Armada event, okay? And I encourage all of you who are struggling with Armada directives to do the following thing. When the damage event rolls around, okay, ride some coattails if you're able. If you're able, communicate with your team. Tell them what you're trying to do. I guarantee you, if if I went to big country and said, big, <sighs> done screwed up. I got no directives left. I'm broke as a joke. I can't buy a pack. I'm out of loot. I'm going to have to ride some coattails. Big, is the answer going to be A, pack your bags and get out? Or is it going to be B, jump in where you can, we'll get you some loot? A or B? One or two? Big Country put his answer in the chat. Red or blue? <laughs> I see it. He says, time to go. <laughs> time to pack. All right. I guarantee you, you go to your admiral, you go to one of your commodores and say, listen, I need a little bit of help. I've got an idea. I want to try something. All right. I want to try something. I want to build a bank of uncommon loot. Will the team help me? Let's do some math, Bubba Joe. And again, this is all based on Ops 36. As a matter of fact, Thank you to the Kelvin Memorial Archive. The looter is here with us tonight. Thank you uh, for providing or for uh, saving this data. Bubba Joe, you found this chart in one of the rooms over at KMA, uh, and I believe that this chart's been around for a minute. Uh, it was salvaged when, when we were <laughs> worried about losing everything. In the graphics room, uh, Bubba Joe is going to post this wonderful grid. All right? All this math is based on Ops 36, which I feel is a relatively good, conservative, easy place to start. Okay? I I have rights to post in the graphics room. You should, I think. Let me try. <laughs> if you don't, send it to send it to Ripper. He can put it in there. Or Chick. Chick can post it in there, too. Um, in a 24-hour period, how much is the most... And G3, please. How much is the most G3 uncommon loot that I can spend? You said two chests, right, Bubba? So the most yep. I can spend is 16000 in a day. All right? 16000 times 30 days. I need 480000 loot. 480000 That buys me my way through an entire month. Okay? An entire month. Now, again, we did all these calculations assuming equal ships. We also did not take into account did not take into account loot bonus. Jordy, 5 of 10, did not take those things into account. If you have, I don't care if you're Ops 36, 31, 51, if you can kill the Armada, you should be running loot. I mean, if you can comfortably kill the Armada, you should be running loot. Okay? Oh, man. <laughs> we had a... We- we had an argument about that in, in AC chat with uh, cuz I was like, "Hey, use Jordy on on armadas that you know you can win easily." You know? And yeah, the, the what's guy the be- was just like, "No, never put Jordy as captain." I was like, "You're crazy." <laughs> well, there's there's a time and a place, okay? Where do I want 5 of 10 as captain, Bubba Joe? 5 of 10? Generally speaking, where do I want 5 of 10 as captain? Just generally uh, speaking, like easy to kill, uh, hard to kill, like, you know, need to focus well, on the best I mean, officers. What are you thinking? 
So she, uh, 5 of 10 obviously gives you a 5 of 11, just to be clear. Uh, obviously gives you loot. Uh, so it's, it's good there. But that's an officer's ability, so you can always put that on the side. It's, mm-hmm. But really, the answer is five of, ten, 5 of 11 can go in any armada because it's giving you diff mitigation and it's giving you bonus loot. Now, if you're just all loot, you can move 5 of 11 off to the officer side and have someone else as your captain. But 5 of 11 is always good for an armada. There you go. And uh, Quasair just posted exactly where I was driving. Jordy Beverly 5 in a, is a maximum loot crew. Okay, If you can easily handle your target, that's what you run. It increases your payout significantly. If you are punching up, if you're struggling, or if you're wanting to, to hit a stronger target, 5, 6, Con or five six Lorca or five six GG or five six whatever it is that you're running, whatever's applicable to your scenario, five six something, okay? Because again, as Bubba Joe mentions, you're getting five, you're getting the mitigation, and you're getting the benefit of six's penetration to uh, to, to help kill that thing, okay? Five Kirk Spock is okay. It's not one of my favorites, Captain Planet. It's definitely viable. It's definitely very good. I personally think it's way too defensive. That is me focused on surviving when I really want to be focused on, like, knocking that thing out. You know what I'm saying? Especially if I'm in a team, you know, if I'm running five Kirk Spock, Bubba Joe, I'm probably not doing a whole lot for the team. Like, I'm just hanging on for the ride. You know what I'm saying? It's it's not a it's not a very damage intensive crew. It'll survive. It'll survive for days. Okay, you're just not doing a whole lot of you're not doing a whole lot of offense there. You're just trying to outlast your target. Uh, that but said, what, go ahead, what please. Can be used for is. I'm sorry. Sorry. What is happening? Interrupting. What? I don't. I don't hear um, anything. Do we have him? Can be used He's for is a ship, and out. ship side and let the ship ability do the damage, right? So it. Ha- yeah, that's not working. I I heard DJ is like my favorite person ever in life, and that's all I that's all I got out of that. Uh, yeah, I heard that too. Or <laughs> strikes again. Yeah, uh, yeah, Discord. All right, we'll come back to his opinion on that. I I think I know what he was saying. Listen, go for the survivability, go for the longevity, let the ship ability do something. That is fine. That works for. Stella, that works for maybe Franklin or Vidar. I don't know that that works for like a normal faction it, ship. That doesn't work for, for works for, works for Jelly. Works for Jelly. ISS Jelly. Yeah, that. So it, you know, it has its place. Has its place for sure. Now I come back to my example. Four hundred eighty thousand loot is what you need for maximum pulls all month long, all thirty days. Four hundred eighty thousand loot, assuming zero loot bonus, Bubba Joe, and assuming that you can pull 16,000 at a minimum. And by the way, all of these numbers, folks, have been bare minimum. Bare minimum. Chances are you are pulling way more loot than I just told you about, and you're going to get this 480,000 way faster. That said, if it's only 16,000 per uncommon, it's 30. Bubba Joe, what's the significance of 30 armadas in a month? 480,000 loot divided by 16,000 is what you're getting off one armada means a total of 30 armadas in a month. There's a couple of really weird round number ballpark thingies here, Bubba Joe. 
that we were just giving game design a bunch of grief on a little bit ago, but there's a little bit of a subtle elegance here. Bubba Joe, what's the significance of 30 armadas in a month? Um, About 30%. Uh, I'm not Bubba, but one a day. Thank you, Chick. That was a really easy one, guys. (laughs) 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 That was a super easy one. One a day. Now, let's go one step further. Chick, are you sourced 3,000 uncommon directives in a month? Can you start start 30 uncommons in a month, Chick? DJ. No. DJ's so dumb. He just says, all we got to do, all we got to, whale problems. All we got to do is start 30 armadas in a month and we'll get the loot we need. (laughs) What an idiot. Do you need to start 30? Or you just got to play in 30? Huh. Got to play in 30. Now, uh, Chick, if I have a five-man team, how many does that mean that I have to actually start? And again, again, I know I'm I'm being ignorant. Worse, I'm assuming too much, says everybody. I'm assu- this is simple math, okay? It doesn't have to be the same five players every single time you run it, okay? Your alliance will be running boatloads of these if you teach them this. But long story short, Chick, if I need to run 30, and just assuming that I got a revolving door on my team, and I got four more players, a five-man team, how many starts do I need? I need six. six starts. I need six starts. Are we sure about this? Six. Only oh, six. You don't need any. You don't need any, technically. Oh, well, but okay. If, if you're if all doing it equally. If everybody, is, if everybody is doing it mathematically even, six starts. Let me come full circle, Bubba Joe. Let me drive my, my nail on in, and let's mic drop this piece, won't you? Okay? Six starts. How many uncommon directives am I getting from dailies? I actually don't know. Come on. I just did it. I'm getting 15. So what is that? 100 every seven days, right? I need 600 to go through my month. I'm getting 400 out of my dailies. I'm still short 200. Dag on a chick. Where am I going to get my last 200? Alliance store. Alliance store, which is going to get me what? 400. <gasps> 100 a week. 100 a week. Truck and chick. If I need to play in 30 armadas, of which I should do my part and start six, has Scopely, by the way, this is not a shilly statement, has game design, rather, provided me with the means to open a double uncommon G3 Armada chest all 30 days of the month. Yes. Mm. Holy. I really want to cuss. Like, that's how exaggerated I want to make this point. Holy banana. Holy banana. Does this, does this open anybody's eyes? that you indeed can run the Uncommon Armada Chest at maximum capacity every day, all month long. And the numbers we used, Bubba Joe, are massively conservative. Agreed? Agreed. Agreed. 
You're not even accounting for the starter's chests or the bonus chests. <laughs> You're daggone right. No Happy Meals, no starter chest, no loot crew. My God, really, when it comes to... And, and we use the bare minimum number on the Armada payout. I would be willing to bet on average, Bubba Joe. You're probably doubling my numbers. Now, Chick, we just had this conversation a second ago. Let's take it one last step. We got to take our final break and get out of here. It's been three hours. Snake Eyes, God, I don't understand how this happens. Maybe I'll cut the first hour and a half, Bubba Joe. It really was. I, don't know. I didn't like it. And then we'll have, actually, I actually have an on-time podcast. <clears throat> Truckin' Chick says that when she opens Uncommon Chest, and by the way, how many of these are you opening, Chick? You've got all the loot. Are you opening maximum every day? Yes, sir. Okay. Now, clearly you had some really bad luck this month. I will say mm-hmm. that. If you only pulled 60 all month long, that's rotten garbage. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm here to tell you it's going to be better for most players. Okay? Has anybody bothered to track it? I know Handy said that he did. Jesse has probably done that. Bubba, have you ever tracked it? Has, has anybody ever? Actually, mathematically, not what I think. I mean, do you have a spreadsheet? Do I you do have not a, have a spreadsheet. Do you have a spreadsheet? No. Have you mathematically counted it out? Because I did it for November. I ended up with 260. Now, 260 rare there, Bubba Joe. 200 rare from Cal. Possibly another 200 rare from Cal. That puts me at 600 rare directives. Now, that is three rare armadas. Can I... Bring this thing home, Handy. In October and in November, how many rare starts were necessary to complete the Armada Directive Sync event? (gasps) (gasps) Cruzito's got the number right. It was three and a couple of plays. Dragon Keeper uh, says four. I don't I th- you you could have done it completely with starts. You could have done four. Yes. You could have done four. You could have done three and some plays, some extra plays. And don't forget, guys, it's not always just about the starts. You have to think in rotation. If I start one, somebody else got one for free. You see what I'm saying? If I start one, somebody else got one for free. So if I'm starting one, in theory, I should get the play in a total of five. Okay? So when you're doing your calculation on these Armada events, these directive sync events, all right, it's typically three starts and a few plays. Usually. Usually. It could be more. It could be a little less. That's okay. Scopely has given you the potential to get 600 directives for free in a given month. Now, this brings me back to my original observation, Bubba. Is even this material, and, or this material, this SMS, rather, the auction replacement, is it even designed for players to be able to do every single month? Maybe, or maybe not. Maybe you still have to choose just a little bit. Maybe you still have to look and say, I'm willing to play this month, or maybe I should save. I'm not super interested, Bubba Joe, in 11 of 11. Like, not my favorite guy, okay? Maybe I'll bank and I'll wait for another month. See what's on the horizon. 
And it's it's important that you made this point earlier, but I want to make sure it's it's uh, hammered home. The events that are the damage armada events should you should be using your uncommons. Don't w- try and score with starting rares and epics. Save those for the events that specifically call out starting rares and epics. If do the uncommons for damage. If armada sourcing is a problem for you, if you Correct. buy them, do whatever the hell you want. Or if you've got 15,000 uncommons and 20,000 rares and 50,000 epics, who cares? This entire segment has been specifically for the players who say, I don't have enough. And yes, it's very tight, Truck and Chick. The numbers are tight, but it's there. And on the complete free-to-play model, maybe you can't do it every single month. We warned about that in October, did we not, Ripper? We said players may not find themselves able to do this every single month. You're going to have to choose. Make a determination. We're not, we're not going... I mean, this might be an easier way for more players to get these officers, but we are still not yet at the point where it's 100% of players get a free, easy, free-to-play, no mind, uh, no, no effort, epic. We're not there yet. This might be easier for people to get that epic because they don't have to compete in an auction. But it's still going to require a little bit of of account investment, at least. And you may not be in a position to do it every single month. But now you know where the directives are coming from. Now you know how you can get extras with these chests. Now you know how much loot you need. And by the way, to address the gnashing of teeth and the wailing in the chat, Bubba Joe, I will agree and say this. The G4 chest, horrible. I am a G4 player. I am level 41. Ask me what chest I am opening every day. Please, somebody do it. Somebody just ask me. Please. DJ, what chest are you opening up every day? Not that BS G4 chest. I'll tell you that right now. Yes, I'm still opening the G3 chest. I'm still opening the G3 chest every day. Every day. I do not open the G4 chest. And, for that matter, somebody says that they run the rares, Bubba Joe, so that they can open a rare chest every day. Not necessary. I understand that you want them. They look rich. Not the best place to do that. I mean, you can't. If you're going to buy them... By all means, if you're going to pay, then fine. This segment wasn't for you. If you are struggling with Armada directives, then please do not inefficiently spend them just to open a chest on Tuesday. Wait until you have the loot. Bubba Joe, ask me if I open a G4 rare chest every single day. I... I want to change the question. Have you ever opened a G4 rare chest? I have. Oh, well, that's on you. I, um, I, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you. But you know what? I do it knowingly and understanding the risk. And here's why I do it. I am slow grinding those rare tactical cores. I did not buy them in a pack. All right. I, I know that it, it sucks. Be. I know it sucks. I know the conversion sucks. But... I, if I get enough, and, and fortunately, like I said, I'm on a team that runs a lot. When I get 
enough to open a chest, I'll do it. Do I feel pressure to open that chest every single time, every single day? Do I feel any pressure? No. no. I will open it to get the cores. That's really the only thing I'm out. Uh, you, I'm after. You should in there. wait. What, what should I wait on? Hi, ops. Oh, for the yeah, you should, the yeah, output, definitely. The output for the input for the credits gets significantly better. Oh, I, I, I just posted mine, so I mean, significantly. Where, do, where does it get better? It's still very bad, <laughs> but it does get better. I think after forty-eight, you get four hundred. Oh my god! Or forty-nine, I, you oh, get four hundred. Well, guys, and I mean, then fifty, you get four fifty. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, good for somebody else. I'm ten years away from that. So, like, does it change at forty-two? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, no, it changes it changes with every ops after forty. Okay. Well yeah. I might I might I might do a little bit into that, possibly. But but I, you know, again, I'm just slow rolling that. I'm not doing it for I'm not grinding, I'm not pushing that chest, Bubba Joe. I just do it for the freaking cores so I can try to get my ACC up a little bit. Uh that's and I know that I'm not getting anything out of it. It's a, it's a it's an extra spend, it's a supplemental spend. Am I opening the epic? No, I'm not. Why wouldn't I be opening the epic G4 chest? I'm holding until it has blueprints of something I'm interested in. I actually have over a million epic loot right now because I haven't opened an epic chest in months. G3 or G4. I don't need any of the blueprints in any of those chests. I'm just banking it. Anyway, long story short, there you go. That's how you do it, folks. And again, this entire hour has only been for players who cannot find enough directives. If you've got tens of thousands... Do what you want. Who cares? Who cares if it's efficient? If you <laughs> if you uh, wipe your butt with $100 bills, are you trying to save money? No. So who cares? Light them on fire. It's all good. All right. Questions? Anybody? Raise your hand. Come on stage. Bubba Joe, Handy. Looter, Big, Rip. Anybody? The one, the one thing, and I, maybe you hit on it and I just missed it. How much power do you need to take on a 39 uncommon? Good uh, I think it's about 8 million. Total is what you're saying. Total. Total. No, no, like like a like a like a level 42 ship can solo a 39. Yeah, so what I've what I my rule of thumb for Armadas is about 33% of the power of the Armada. So I went and did the calculation from stfc.space and it was right around 9 million. Um, so now the question is, is how do you get five people to get to 9 million power? Um, and so I'm going to go to you, DJ. Not, two and a half not, million power uh, per ship. Not even. Like uh, 2.1. 2. No, less than two. It's like, yeah, it's like 1.8. Yeah. So, so what is a 1.8 million ship, DJ? Do you have to have an enterprise? No. no. Yeah, you could do that with a, you could do that with a G3 rare, well-developed, probably tier six. Seven, maybe. You can do it with Sally's. Sure. Yeah, you guys are way too advanced. Okay. L like, yes, you look at your Sally now and it's 1.7, 1.8 million. It's not when you're Ops 35. Okay. It's 1.2. Okay. It's 1.2. Yeah, that's it was true. Still, it's still like 1.6, though, right? No. Yeah, no. It, you, no. One, uh, no. 1.2. It's like 1.2. Yeah, it's 1.2 because on my 34 oh. account, I maxed out. My Saladin as soon as I hit twenty eight, and it was around one point one, one point two million. 
I may be. I have a 1.9 million Sally at 34. Okay. I I, you know what? Big was just saying, guys, research is so different today than it was for us two years ago. That is also yeah. true. Look, Dido at 35, Sally's 1.7. Look at Uki at 39, Sally's 1.9 million. Holy cow. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. So my, that was... <laughs> Boy, times have changed around here, Bubba Joe. My, when I was your age, a Max Sally was only one million power. You remember that, Bubba Joe? You remember? The, look at these. I do. Look I at do. these blasted kids around here. <laughs> the blasted the kids running around their up. big overpowered Sallys when I was a the kid. The I wanted to bring up is... We made do with what have we have. have. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. We'd uphill both ways. That's right. Snow. I flew to um, an armada with Mbenga as captain. We didn't have no Max Khan and five of ten and all this other stuff. We took Mbenga and Domitia. We went up against them armadas. That's what we did right there with our 700. You could, you could barely 000. get there in the 15-minute timer. That's how long it took us to get That's to right. It took us 28 minutes um, to warp over to Groombridge. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, I remember. Uh-huh. Yeah, these kids today. Kids today. So – the, the point <laughs> warped uphill both ways. I like that, Jason. Yeah, that's right. Warped uphill both ways. <laughs> oh, so, my God. So and my we liked it, too. We liked it. We didn't do any of this whining and, and Sally footing around anything. We didn't complain. We took our 38-minute warp timers. You remember Bubba Joe when they used to take 43 minutes? I swear to God, every single time I clicked on Groombridge, it said 53 minutes, and it never got a second shorter. I mean, seriously, I could look at one system, look at the next system. Then it was 72 minutes. It just kept going up. And Bubba Joe, I swear, I never once complained. I liked it. I hit it. I didn't even have my stop war button. I just let it go, and I'd come back to the game six hours later, and I'd finally kill my one armada. That's how we played. Blasted kids. <laughs> I'm not sure just what happened there. <laughs> what were you saying, Bubba? <laughs> I think I, my point. I think I slipped into some kind of Bubba, dimensional yeah, rift. <laughs> Bubba was just trying to be serious the whole time. I know, for five minutes, I just totally ruined that whole segment. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll mute myself now. Go ahead. <laughs> no, my only my only point is is you know people back in the day looking at those thirty nine on commons you're like oh I gotta have these huge ships no you only need about nine million to ten million power you absolutely can do that with uncommon and rare ships it's very feasible this what we're talking about today is very attainable so. I mean, if you've got an alliance that's got a bunch of people in their 34, 35, 36 range, they haven't got their epic ships, they think they can't do armadas, that's not true. You absolutely can do armadas with the ships that you have today, and you absolutely can get the loot that you need. That's the point I was trying to make. So, yeah, you know, that was the one piece of this discussion I felt we kind of left out. There you go. And he's he's very right. He's... And also, go ahead. full disclaimer, it is a supplemental thing. It is not the It's not your primary... You know, grind. How, you know, however, I like will also bring up, though, guys, is uh, I don't know about your servers, but on ours, you can't find an armada during an event to save your life. I've got players, 42 level players, hitting 30, level 32, 30 armadas just to try and get the event done because they can't find them. Because they're impatient, with all due respect. The armada respawn timer is 15 minutes. Okay. Right. 15 minutes. If they can't find one at this second, okay, everybody's saying that I'm wrong. I promise you I'm not. 
Okay. No, it's 15 minutes. Yeah. 15 yeah, you could have put minutes. that into your old man grave. <laughs> we used to wait 16 hours. We did. We hour. used to wait 12 freaking hours for a respawn. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's, seriously. It's, so it's 15 minutes for uncommon and rare, right? And then an hour for epic. Uh, I, it can be. I think the epics are 30 to 60 minutes. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. It's a range. Yeah. yeah. So here's the thing, all right? And and I know at any given time, especially at event reset, we've said this a gazillion times, especially at event reset, yeah, it's going to be tough to find something. you got a bunch of people out there. Flight leader says they go in 30 seconds. Oh, I totally get that, especially in the first several hours, okay? If, if Unless you are actively hunting and you want to be actively hunting, all right, then event reset is not the time to play. I mean, We've, we've said this a gazillion times. Borg probe event. For, for a swarm event. Is, is event reset the right time to come in if your time is limited? Anybody? Is, is event no. reset the right time to come in to, and play a game if your time is limited? Well, to no. be fair, it's some people don't now. see, but... People don't. Some people don't choose the time they play. Some people have certain hours of the day that they can play. And that's fine. That is nobody's fault, including Scopely's. Okay, it's not your fault. No, of course not. Okay, no, of course but it, it that but is not. They cut out a few more. I mean, there, more. in most of the Armada systems, there's five spawn points, and they're 15 minutes. And and by the way, for the uncommon, yeah, you're right. For the uncommon, and by the way, I can affirmatively tell you. Okay, by the way, with 100 percent certainty that there is no server in the game that runs even 75% of their total capacity in a 24-hour period, even during an Armada SLB. Challenge me. There is no server in existence that runs more than 75%. And by the way, the one server who comes close to it, all right, is only like 71 or 72% of their total capacity. Now, if I played on that server, I would probably want to chew on a 9mm bullet. Okay? If, if my server ran 70% of total capacity on 15-minute spawns at 5 spawns per system, yeah, that would probably suck. That, can you imagine how many directives are sunk on that server, Handy? Uh, it's pro- my server's probably one of them. They're they're even not during events. It's hard to find armadas. Let's do the math on that. How many how many level thirty nine systems are the Ripper? I think five or six. Five, because there's two neutral and three faction, right? No idea. There are eight. I believe there are two in each faction and two neutral. Two in each faction? Not for thirty nine uncommons. No, it's just one per faction: Groombridge, Ursva, and Eden. And then you have Nicosa. And uh, crap! What's the 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 second uh, Nicosa and Antok? Thank you. Those are Deneb is not thirty nines. I don't think tacos. You might be right. I believe they're thirty sevens. Oh, no, Deneb might be, and Antok is thirty seven. Tetrix. I don't. I don't remember. Anyway, I think there's five. Let's just go with five. Okay, let's go with five, and we're gonna say. Five systems times five spawn points. That's 25 simultaneous armadas times uh, four per hour times 24 hours. 2,400 armadas. 
400. That's a lot. Now, if the server is doing, uh, let's just say 75% capacity, it wasn't. It was like 71 or 72. 75% capacity is 1,800 armadas. That's a lot. That is a lot. Most That's over fifteen hundred. <laughs> that is over fifteen hundred. Can you guys hear me? Don't start that. Yeah. Uh, eighteen hundred so, armadas in a twenty-four hour period. Okay. Uh, so, go ahead. So DJs, I actually I raised my hand and speak about the fifteen-minute timer. That is actually not true. Um, during the damage events, I would start an uncommon, and I would check back at about the thirteen-minute mark. And what I noticed is if you do too many uncommons, they will not continue to spawn until you clear out the rare. Well, there's Period. only there's be, only a couple of spawn points. You're right. And if the spawn no, no, points, it'll be one, it'll be one rare. It'll be one rare, no uncommons, and you can sit there for 45 minutes until you kill that one rare. Nothing else will spawn. Yep, that okay. is true. I wouldn't yeah, know because because Think does all the armadas. So I wouldn't know that that yeah. rare wouldn't have lasted. So that, that long. would, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Jack does all the armadas. Uh, Ripper, go ahead. But when, but, Hang on. Mm -hmm. uh, who was it? Ripper, did you speak up, or was that not you? No, that me. was me. Oh, okay. Handy, go ahead, real quick. No, I was just gonna say that that's totally true. I've experienced the same thing. Uh, that armadas are not a lot of times not spawning in fifteen minutes. The good news that's is, it. if there's a leaderboard going on there's probably a decent chance that somebody on your server is probably going to grab that, right? And if it's not a leaderboard, if it's just an SMS... If there's then... an event... Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, if there's an event, all the armadas are being taken. So it's, that's go. not an issue. So, yeah. But non-event non times, then, yeah, that sometimes... There you go. Chick, you had the next yeah. word. Go ahead. Well, there are five spawn points in the system. There are also caps of how many of each type in the system. So you're never going to have five uncommon in a system at the same time. You're exactly and right. On server, and on server 26, I would challenge that we're probably close to that 75%. Well, there was only one server. <clears throat> uh, and, and they did not tell me who it was, but there was only one server. The second place server was over 10 percentage points behind. All right. Now, granted, that's still a lot, okay? But you're nowhere near capacity. So back to the original point, if you have trouble finding one, I get that, but, I mean, they're not just – they're not going to increase the spawn. Again, they just did this, like, what, three, four, five months ago? when the Because just five months ago, the Armada – the uncommon spawn timer was, like, four hours, guys, six hours. You want to talk about finding Armadas difficult then? Then we can have a conversation. I, I got to be perfectly frank with you. I have zero sympathy for anybody who says that they can't find an Armada with a 15-minute respawn. Like, just come back later. Come back later, dude. Okay. No, it's it's. Try, it's try again everybody later. gets it done now. Nowadays, everybody gets it done. I am curious though. Is it possible to do, um, like a can Scopely add like a leaderboard for like just like a number count of Armada's run? I know it's a little <laughs> off subject, but it'd be interesting to see like how many Armadas Alliance run in a day. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I can, I can. We can try. Um, and Deirdre, you're right. 75% is the, that's the 24-hour number. There are definitely peak playing times that are, that are very busy. I'm not taking anything away from that. I'm also telling you that there is one server out of the 120 public servers that hit that number. Second place is over 10% back. All right? 
and and I don't remember the exact number, but the vast majority, like the biggest bucket, Bubba Joe, like the the median or the average or the standard deviation or whatever the hell the term is, all right, the vast majority of servers are well under 40% utilization, like well under. Well, and I, I think Big Country in the chat made the point is that, yeah, you may not be able to find the 39s that you want to run, but that doesn't mean that there aren't 26s out there that you can run. You could, but you're not going to get a bunch of damage off that. You know, no, no, I agree. No, I, yeah. I, my, oh, my point is, is for the utilization, right? Oh, oh no, no, no. My utilization was on 39s. Oh, that okay. percentage is on 39s. Okay, yeah, that was 39s. No, I did not take. I did not ask them for data on the 28s and 33s and 31s, all that stuff. That was just 39s. Okay, <clears throat> and by the way, it, it was just 39. If I'm not mistaken, I think I just got the data for 39 on commons. I didn't even ask for the epics. Because, I mean, here's the thing, guys. One epic satisfies your event. If you do one epic start, it satisfies literally almost every SMS we've had. Okay? The the challenge where, and, and you know, and again, if you're willy-nilly running a bunch of epics, you're not a free-to-play. You know, you, you're spending on those directives, so you're probably not running as many uncommons. The concern in my query was... Free to play sourcing directives like Trek and Chick asked about. Is there enough? Can there be more? Is there enough rotation? Is the cooldown right? Uh, I am ninety eight percent certain. I know that the data was on thirty nines, Bubba, and I'm ninety eight percent certain it was on thirty nine uncommon. I don't think that they included thirty nine epic into that, and there is no thirty nine rare, so I know it didn't include rare. I am almost certain it was only thirty nine epic was my data. I will be able to confirm. I should be able to confirm there. <clears throat> uncommon you just said epic dear oh other way around yeah uncommon <laughs> pretty sure it was based on uncommon uh the epics may have been included but I, I don't think they were i don't think they were okay that's good that makes me feel like that was a better segment Papa joe than the first segment uh we'll say just as a quick shout out tech man was here a little bit ago handy i super appreciate it. i actually noticed this and, and i don't know why it took me so long it took me like a month to realize you're here for almost every show we do, yet you have your own show. I just wanted to say yeah. I really appreciate you. I really appreciate well, that. You. Uh, you've got your own product. You've got your own work that you do for your own show. It's, I know that it takes time. You know it takes time. Uh, so the fact that you are here is actually really awesome. I, I wanted to thank you publicly for that. And also promote uh, Tech Man, Handy, and Kirk over on the Trek Talk podcast with Tech Man, Handy, and Kirk. Uh, I guess technically handy. Are you I like? Are you actually like a main character? Because I think it's just a Trek talk I, with Tech, I and, am Tech and Kirk. And it's it's kind of a funny story. Like they started <laughs> the podcast, and on like episode like four or something is when I came in, and they had already named the show and all that. And we had talked many times about like, just adding my name to the show, but then they would have to change everything in the YouTube channel. And Tech is like, ah, and I'm like, don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. I really you know, you don't do... need the recognition. Yeah, uh, no, you could do like they do on Star Trek and stuff like that. It could be like Trek Talk with Tech and Kirk featuring special guests or featuring, uh, featuring Handy, featuring guest star Handy or with special guest Handy. You can do it that way. You can put it, sure, in, sure. put it in the credits. Anyway, wanted to thank you. And guys, go check out Trek Talk. It is, it's a lot of fun. If you really did, honestly, if you enjoyed the first part of this show, and I'm not referring to it being a dumpster fire. I'm talking to opinions. 
I'm talking to what am I saying, Handy? If you were describing your show, it's much more it's, opinionated. It's, it's much more perspective based. Yeah. It's it's less about teaching, although we do go over some things, but by far it's more opinion and the and the social the mm-hmm. social experiment that is the game we all love and yeah. how people interact with each other and the kind of stuff we all have to deal with. It's not just about the mechanics. It's about the people. Yeah. That's what we're about. You guys be sure to go check it out. Techman uh, 16, who is in his discord handy and uh, strange Kirk. They host the Trek talk with tech and Kirk and it's available on iTunes, YouTube and wherever you download your favorite podcast. My name is ultimate DJs. We return for our last couple of minutes coming up here in just a moment with a hint towards the December arc and a prize giveaway. Don't go anywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll be back in a sec. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Feebler Cookies. Cookies so soft you can eat them without teeth. Mother, mother, there's too many new shows lying. Brother, brother, there's far too many rumors flying You know we've got to find a way To bring some real facts here today hey, New guidelines, ban airlines Think logically, it's plain to see Talk to me so you can see Oh, what's on my crown? What's on my crown? Oh, what's on my crown? What's on my crown? What's on my crown? What's on my Tell crown? me what's on my crown? What's on my crown? Come on. Yo, listen up. Here's the story about a little guy that lives in a blue and all day and all night and everything he sees is just blue like him inside and outside blue his house with the blue little window and a blue corvette and everything is blue for him and himself and everybody around cause he ain't got nobody to listen I'm blue Welcome back, everybody. Yep. I like it, too. Thank you. It is feel-good music. Bubba, I just got a, I got a request in the chat. They were like, hey, can you let this ride for just like another 30 seconds? I like it. It's good music. Uh, Blue and Eiffel 65. Yeah, man. I Can you remember when that song came out, Bubba Joe? I'm pretty sure. Josh, if I'm thinking back, I when that song came out, I'm pretty sure I was in like 
junior high. <laughs> That's a throwback. Yeah, I was young. Wait, that can't be. Yeah, it, middle it's gotta school. It's got to be in the late 90s, right? Uh, yeah, it was. I think like 90, was it 97, 98, somebody? Uh, 2001 says shorts. 1999 says Captain Planet. I don't know. What, what actually is it? If it was 2001, I was in high school. If it was 99, then I was in junior high. But I don't know. You were in junior high in 99? Does that make me old? Or does that make me young? Oh, my God. I need to go I'm, now. I'm old. <laughs> I'm on a show with kids. I, now I, I feel Listen, old. I told you. Okay. I told you guys on the last show that I was 38 years of age. Now, I, I, I have never... I have never told you guys my actual age. As a matter of fact, I've let people feel like I'm much older. Uh, a lot of people think that I'm much older than I am. And, and, and I think that I've said things along the way, Bubba, that probably allude to that. For example, I've got a 26-year radio career. Uh, that's because I consider the beginning of my radio career uh, announcing and DJing like pool parties in my local town hall, like the town rec hall. I got an internship when I was 14. Uh, two years later, I got a work permit and started working at a radio station when I was 15, and the rest is history. So, yeah, I, I mean, listen, I guess technically... I so you're 20, padding your resume. I'm padding my resume a little bit. 26 years is, I guess, legally 24. But, I mean, listen, I was paid to DJ those pool parties. Okay, so it's on my, it's on the resume. All right, but yeah, no, I'm 38 yeah, years old. I was paid to sell lemonade at the side of the road too. That's that right. You know what? Then you've got you've got a long-standing career in restauranteering. Okay, like you know, you've been in food management for a long time. Uh, any anyhow, nice. I I have yeah, I know. I've let people believe, uh, Bubba, that I'm I'm a little older than I am. The only reason that I came out and, and actually did end up telling people uh, my age at 38 years was because of the medical condition that I'm facing right now, which I don't want to get into right now. I do appreciate. I know some of you know uh, I have been fighting this issue with my leg for about six months now, and uh, the other night I actually came on. Bubba was here. Uh, we were just hanging out. Uh, we weren't taping. It wasn't on a show. Uh, I was feeling I was feeling pretty bummed, and and I shared with a few people what was going on uh, with my leg. I'm not prepared to do that on a recorded podcast just yet, but I do want to say uh, I want to thank everybody who's been sending me well wishes on that. This has been a long process. I do have a diagnosis. It's not a good diagnosis. I'm not happy about it, obviously, uh, and it's going to require some significant changes in my life, and and there's some real implications down the road. But you know there. It, it's a diagnosis now, like we know, it's confirmed, and it took them six months to figure it out. So um, I'll, I'll share this with you guys eventually. I just want to say thank you to to those who have sent uh, well wishes uh, and know that I am doing well. Bubba Joe, this past week, um, probably from people who heard me feeling very depressed and angry, which was the day I got my diagnosis. I came in here and I just... I, I got very down and dark because uh, it was not good news, right? Uh, I, got right. A lot of, I got a lot of messages from people uh, over the next several days, so that was really special to me. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. And I will tell you uh, very soon, yeah, the only reason I wouldn't do it tonight is just in the interest of time, but, but I will share with you guys uh, what's going on with, with my health, and, and that way you guys can, can know, and maybe, maybe it'll bring awareness. You know what? I had one person, Bubba Joe, send me a message who had symptoms very similar to mine. He's going to his doctor. They're going to see if they can, you know, maybe somebody didn't think of this, you know? So, you know, hey, I've always said, even about the teaching, if it helps one person, then it's cool. 
So, uh, anywho, uh, appreciate that, uh, folks. I know, I know I shouldn't be worried about time. I, you know why I'm not worried about time, housekeeping? Because I'm going to cut half the show out. It's fine. We'll put it up in a special, you know, explicit warn, warning episode or something like that. I don't know. Uh, hint Gold time. members only? Go, no, I did away with, <laughs> I did away I with the, did. the paywalls. <laughs> you know what? Speaking of which, we do have a supplemental gold program, Bubba Joe. I was wondering if you were going to bring that up. I well, I kind of forgot about it. Be, uh, uh, Snake Eyes says I need to get into the habit of reminding people, but I've gone two years with the same kind of reminders. You know what I'm saying? So I forget about it, folks. We have created a gold patron, uh, a gold patron uh, membership on YouTube. All right. Now let me be super clear. We made the announcement earlier today. Let me be super clear. If you're a gold patron on the podcast, please do not feel obligated to do that again. It's it's not for you guys. We're not. Double dipping. We're not trying to get people to do it twice. The reason for that is we've got several thousand people that listen to this podcast, and you guys are amazing. Thank you. Crazy, Bubba Joe. Sometimes people don't have six to seven hours a week to listen to this garbage. <laughs> what? I know. It's crazy. So uh, we've, got, uh, we've got a lot of uh, people on the YouTube who don't have the time to listen here. And we've had messages like, how do we support? How do we contribute? You get, you do great videos. Well, we never had anything. So Snake Eyes has worked on creating the Gold Patron membership on YouTube. So you are welcome to go over there as well. You can find the link on our website, TalkingTrekSTFC.com. Link on over to the YouTube. And if that's a better place for you, if you would prefer to do it that way, because I think there's even different payment options over there. If you'd prefer to do it that way, feel free to do so. We do not expect you to do it twice if you so choose to do it twice that's completely fine it it does not matter we're not asking you to it's just intended to reach a new and different and broader audience of people who don't listen to the podcast so uh if you guys feel so inclined please feel free to do that also while you're on the website talking you can go and find yourself some merch get you some socks get you some hoodies get you some pajamas get you some tumblers there's all kinds of stuff. I think at last count, there was like 51 products on there. And Snake House is working on stuff. So uh, be sure and uh, get on over there. Talking Trek. STFC.com. Click on merch. Get you some stuff. All right. Um, didn't buy out all the socks yet? I think you're uh, getting handsy about hints. I see that. <laughs> can we go to Talking Trek. STFC.com and uh, buy some hints? Yes, you can. Oh, wrong button. Dang it. There we go. All right. All right. Time for hints. I really like this one. I would like hints for 1,000, Alex. Thank you, Mr. Trump. I like it. Ha <laughs> All right. Housekeeping says, is the arc on Tuesday? Well, you know I can't tell you that. I cannot tell you that. What I can tell you is that thanks to housekeeping's selfless research last month, we know that you should finish your ops with at least a day or two or three's notice before the arc begins if you want the new Battle Pass rewards for the level that you're progressing to. So while I cannot speculate on the date and time of maintenance, and I certainly cannot speculate on the launch of the arc, if a player were to happen to ask me how much time they have to finish their ops, I would have said in such hypothetical situation, you better finish, like, now. 
I was just listening to music. Did anybody hear what anything said? I heard nothing. Okay. Nope. Right. <laughs> just, in, just in case. I'm just saying. It's just like just a safety net thing, right? I mean, just in case. Now watch. It's not going to happen for two more weeks, and someone's going to be real pissed if they spend all that Latinum, Bubba Joe. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right. Uh, yeah, there you go. Okay. What else do we have? Oh. We actually got a real hint. <laughs> what else? What do we got? Okay, here we go. Where I wrote him down well, somewhere. No, hang on, hang on. Before you start, DJ. Yeah. Do we only have one hint? Because uh, typically the Sunday before the arc launches, we get two. Right. Is that a thing? Does that happen? Is that a pattern that you've noticed? That <laughs> is a pattern that I have noticed. Jeez. Wouldn't you know? Oh, jeez. He's giving <laughs> I mean, away hints that aren't hints. I can't say that. Why would you imply <laughs> such a thing? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I have two hints to give you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I got two hints. a second something. I got two hints. I got two hints to give you. Actually, you know what? So funny. So funny. Um, you know, last month we made so much fun. So much fun of no one shell. God love him. Really do like him. He's so funny. He's funny in a very different kind of way. Like, you have to really get his humor. He's not funny to, to everybody. But when he did his hint that said, there's a second something coming. All right. Literally, Rev and I just lost it. We died. There's a second something coming. Dude, it was in the roadmap. It was in the roadmap, and your hint is there's a second something coming. So, in honor of the great no one shell, in honor of the great no one shell, hint number 0. .6. All right, it's not even like a whole hint. Hint number zero. <laughs> hint number zero. There's a third something coming. Jeez. I know. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> oh, God. Where's Ripper? I need Ripper here with me. Oh, my God. It's only 530 in the morning. Did Ri I know. Listen, Doug says Rev already gave that one. I know. That's why we're doing it. We're both giving it, and we're blaming it on no one shell. <laughs> it's no one shell's hint. We both gave it. There's a third something coming. All right. <laughs> and it's uh, it's no one shell's hint. Okay. I've got a hint for you. A real hint. I promise. This is a real one. Uh, let me find it. Where are my notes? Oh, here it is. All right. I'm going to give you my least favorite hint first. Okay, I've got two. One of these I don't like, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. All right, here we go. I have too many particles, some players may say, but they may have kept buying, waiting for this day. Not one, not two, but at least five for most of you. No normal mats, no trite for the cost. Yoo-hoo! There you go. I have too many particles, some players may say, but they may have kept buying them waiting for this day. Not one, not two, but at least five for most of you. No normal mats, no trite for the cost. Yoo-hoo! There's your hint. I did not like that one very much, Handy. That was, that's not my handiwork right there. 
I'm sorry, buddy. And, hey, you know. what, what oh, can you no. expect when you bust it out in a couple minutes while everybody's talking? <laughs> <laughs> if you really want to know the truth about it, that one I've had, but I disliked it so much, I was going to scrap it. All right? I wanted to write something else because I feel like that one is awful. That's terrible. It's not even a hint. Okay? Like, Sounds like sarcophagus. Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know, it sounded like sarcophagus. I was like, oh no. Do we do we need to read that again? What part of I that? I think so. How <laughs> do you get sarcophagus? <laughs> what part of that had anything to do with the sarcophagus? <laughs> well, hang on. So Wait. I do know people that have hundreds of those metals that are required to upgrade the warp engine on the sarcophagus. Well, listen, yeah, if you want to... They kept the... getting them. That's right. If you want to build 100 sarcophagi, then you can finally use all those. But that's... <laughs> nothing about particles has anything to do with the sarcophagus. Oh, yeah, that's true. The particles part. Yeah. Listen, I... you know, it, it's <laughs> been... A... I was sick last week. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'm going to read it one more time. Here we go. I have too many particles, some players may say, but they may have kept buying waiting for this day. Not one, not two, but at least five for most of you. No normal mats, no trite for the cost. Yoo-hoo! There you go. He's all hopped up on NyQuil. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I didn't like that one. I didn't like that one. Dekix knows what it is. Shorts taking a guess, sitting bull. I mean, come on. It's not a hint. It's kind of a kind of a tell uh that said i do like this this next hint i like this one and bubba joe i would be very keen on hearing your reaction karkin you too i think both of you are going to be very uh curious and have very interesting perspectives on this next hint this one is a good one i like this one all right here we go i just lost it here we go okay In a few arcs past, we've gotten one of these. A feature or a faction, the difference is easy to see. But this coming month, we won't be getting a new ship set. The way you know a faction today is not what you'll get. In a few arcs past, we've gotten one of these. A feature or a faction, the difference is easy to see. But this coming month, we won't be getting a new ship set. The way you know a faction today is not what you'll get. (laughs) I like that hint. Karkin, let me come to you. Let me come to you first. What are you feeling? It makes you think. I'm trying to think back on what we got a couple arcs ago and and then that last thing you said threw off my initial thought of where I was going. So it, now, I, yeah, I got to keep thinking on it. All right. You you got a second or two. Bubba Joe, let's come to you. Trek and Chick coming to you next. I'd like to hear your thoughts. So the way you know a faction is not what you'll get. Bubba Joe, tell me your thoughts. So we have, we have, th- we have three factions in the game, right? We have, we have fed, we have Romulan and we have Klingon. So, um, so those are the factions. But we also have this alternate, right? We have this, you know, we have the con stuff with mud mixed in there. Is that really a faction? Is it something? So, so uh, I don't know. Like maybe something like that. Maybe uh, something to group together 
the con and the muds and the Borg that are all using it. I have no, I mean, it sounds like there might be something um, that we're doing, you know, that's going to change the way we think about factions, but, uh, but it's very interesting. Mm, Trucking chick. I'll give you the last 60 seconds before we get ready to wrap up the show. Uh, feature or faction. I've already forgotten my head. Hang on. <laughs> Uh, in a few arcs past, we've gotten one of these, a feature or faction. The difference is easy to see. But this coming month, we won't be getting a new ship set. The way you know a faction today is not what you'll get. Trek and Chick, your thoughts? I'm intrigued to see how they introduce a new faction without a colored space in the galaxy and what it looks like. Mm. I like the way Trek and Chick's thinking right there. I like it. I mean, because really, if you think about Bubba Joe's right, if you think about a traditional faction, you got the Rom Kling and Federation. We've got a couple of these other quote unquote uh, factions, the Augments and the Outlaws. All right. But they still mm-hmm. do actually technically have a little section of space, Chick. So, yep. you know, I don't know. Maybe that's one thing that all five of them have in common. All right. But. What the way we know? I know the way we know a faction is not what we're gonna get. Dang Okay, there you go. Anybody else have any ideas? I like this hint. Okay, let me just be clear. I wrote this one several days ago, Bubba Joe, and I was very, very proud of it. I wrote another one. It got vetoed. So then I scrambled on that crap one you got a second ago, and it got approved. I hated it. I didn't like it. I wanted to scrap it and start from scratch, but no time. There you go. There you go. Tabby Tabby Moses, you hate that hint? I thought it was a great hint. Listen, I've always said that good hints, like, they're not supposed to be telling. It's supposed to be a hint. It's supposed to be vague. It's supposed to make you think. I hate just outright leaking stuff. It's no fun at all. Uh, Wouldn't it it be cool, DJ, if we got... Uh, got another uh, a faction of armadas uh, to give us the platinum <laughs> token. No, sorry, straight up, no. Thank you. What? I've got plenty of armadas. I'm armadaed out. All right, I'm done. I don't want any more. I like what Quackfu suggested. What Quack the Fu Ferengi said. faction. Yeah, they're scavengers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. There you go. Captain Planet says, I can't parse that hint. What does that even mean? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Can't, can't interpret the hint. Oh, well, yeah. Decipher. Not, not supposed to be easy. Not supposed to be easy. Um, <laughs> He says he's going to watch No One Shell later. I already gave you his hint. There's a third something coming. All right. Uh, there you go. All right. Do we have anything else? I think we should go. Oh my gosh, it's already event reset. I'm almost certain that I probably wait, forgot wait, to do something. Wait, DJ. Huh? Two things. Yes. Amazon wish list and pick a winner. Okay, Amazon wish list. Let's do that first. Amazon wish list. Is it empty? It's empty, you guys. Uh, oh my god, you guys are the best. You guys are so good. $750 to a family. And here's what we're going to do, okay? This is how it's going to be done. We need you guys to nominate your families, okay? Send in uh, a kid. Send in a, a mom or a dad who's just having a rough time. Okay, you guys send them in. Email us your stories at TalkingTrekSTFC at gmail.com. You send us, you nominate the family. We will evaluate. We will vet and we will find a family. We'll call them. 
We will uh, introduce you to them, and then we are going to give them their gift here on our show, and we're going to let you hear the emotion that goes behind what a small gift, yet something so important to a child on Christmas uh, and to a parent who may otherwise be forced to sit back and have no control over that situation. So I'm really, really excited. Thank you guys for answering my challenge. My personal donation now has gone up, and we will go $750 for this family in need. Please, uh, if you know anybody, send us those stories. It does not have to be anybody in the States. Listen, you got a, you got a young person in Portugal. You got somebody over in India. All right, I, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. This podcast knows no boundaries. We reach worldwide. We appreciate our worldwide audience, and we want to help the world. Tell us who needs our help this season, and let us try to do that. Okay? Email us at talkingtrekstfc at gmail.com. Thank you guys so very, very much. I appreciate that. Uh, please, as a side note, as Jesse reminds, please do not mail the actual child to Talking Trek. Just, just like their story. Like, don't, don't, it's not good. It's like a puppy in a box. Okay. They got to breathe. Okay. Need water. Got to poop somewhere. Okay. Uh, do that. <laughs> Please. Thank you. Um, <laughs> let's go do that. Do we have anything else, Bubba Joe? I mean, seriously, I have no idea. What's our time at? Okay. Contest and pick. Congratulations to Texas man 77. And are we done now? Check, 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 check. You need to read, read your patron list, and yes, we're done. Read the patron list. Okay. Visit us. <laughs> Visit us online at TalkingTrekSTFC.com. TalkingTrekSTFC.com, where coming soon, maybe there will be a maintenance video possibly coming soon. Visit us online and uh, be sure to subscribe and follow our YouTube channel to know when that happens. That is TalkingTrekSTFC.com. While you're there, there's also a patron button on our website for you to join the podcast patron. Also, there's a membership over on YouTube if you'd rather do that. Here on the podcast, we celebrate the podcast patrons, and I would like to say thank you to these players who have decided to contribute $5 or more per month to this show. Before I begin the list, I do want to say I know that there's probably close to 10 of you who have joined our club, and I am running behind. I haven't had a chance to update you on the list. I promise I will do that in the next coming days. And then on the next show, I'll send you when I read your name, and I'll give you extra special lovies because I've missed you on the list for the last show or two. So I'm very, very sorry. I promise I will get to it. And I thank you so much for taking the time to join our club and be joined by players like this who have gold names right here in the Discord. That's Gregor, Doom, Chuck's Grunt, Hank, I'm Beglin, Venkman, Big Country, Scott, Steven, Darren, Dark Lord, Ahab, Fukum, Thorn, Virtual Army, Jay Burke, DJ Gurr, Red 2, Unhani, Dunk, Bojack, Ape, Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Tabby Moza, Regis, Lady Cass, Engineering, Free Philly, Doc31, Hudson, Morpheus, Cam, Coulter, Z-Man, Jetski, Wingnut, CCXN, Fluffy Pumas, uh, Devil's Advocate, Goofy Names, Rock, Raxanar, Striker, Jerry Ryan, V-Ready, Indie Dandy, Quack Fu, Kingo 101, Callus, Commander Taylor, Maztec, Damodarks, Blue Mandalorian, The Professor, Chronic Break, Spock the Avenger, Medic 213, Stony Dude, Fog and Farts, Bubba Joe, Crazy Bob, Rude Dude, Arian, Judge Kren, Galen, Cobra, Splatsu, Eden, Sentinel, Y-Man, Ripper, Goes, 24 Hours, Conair, Iris, Jack, Vinius, Giovanni, Dragon Slayer, Lord Neelix, Lord Pete, Lobot, The Egger, Storm, Harshest Procedure, Lugga, Subcommander, Doug, this fella, Captain Jack, Dr. Link, Highway, Empire, Velvet, Thunder, Right Turn, Clyde, your mom, Royal Power, Scarlet Hawk, Young Decon, Lorenzo, Seven of Nine, Lube, 
A-Fox, Bills Mafia, E-Rock, Midhead, The Clueless One, Warren Hugs and Cuddles, Gator, Evil Dragonfly, Shady Pines, Gopher, Counselor Q, Iron Chef, Yusuke, Nothing Better, Fistful of Jedi, Q-Tip, Handy, Louis P, Hopes, Hammerhead, Captain Oblivious, Otto, Obsession, Right Turn, Claude, Bake Llama, G-Force, I Kill You! Uh, Devin, Razahound, Garrick, JT10, Baminkas, Cavacor, Colgan, Baba, Incoat, Bayonetta, Bieber, Bieber, and Sam. Plus the seven or eight unnamed gold patrons that have joined our club and have not yet made it on the list because I'm running super behind. I'm very, very sorry. I love you all. Thank you for contributing at least $5 or more per month to Talking Trek. A registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs. You've been listening to Talking Trek. Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Love you, man. Meow for now. Meow. Bye, everybody. Love you.